What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Hey, that's you. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Mm. All right. Anyway, man, this is going to be a great episode. This is the Blue Chip Mindset. I always probably get the number wrong, but I'll change it a little bit later. Blue Chip Mindset. We're in the 30s now. Episode number 30 of the Blue Chip Mindset. Can you believe it? All right, we started it off doing this every Wednesdays where we get away. Well, we'll talk about relationships, but the real focus is to get you guys on track, your priorities straight, getting your money right, getting all of the ideas out of your out of your head and onto paper and having an intentional plan about life. And the blue chip mindset comes from the lexicon, uh, the word, the term in our lexicon, the blue chip, blue chip stocks, blue chip companies. All right, blue chip universities, blue chip mindset. That's what we're doing here. So we're getting you back on your purpose after all of that. So we're putting you priority number one. All right. And ideally, we want you guys to be winners out here. We want y'all to be winners doing the WAP. You know what I'm saying? Or this is the cabbage patch. You know what I'm saying? The WAP was like, or that was the troop. Shit. I don't know. Forgot. All right. But uh, we want y'all money to go up and up, man. And these are the years to build right now. This isn't the years to be throwing your life away. All right, for the monetized woman, guys, if you want women, I got money. Right? You can get it, man. You can get it for a price, and everybody's got a price for the million dollar coach. All right. So, anyway, man, uh, we talked about this yesterday. Um, I'm definitely in the million dollars of earnings in my entire life, but I'm not a millionaire. But can you say technically I'm a millionaire? You know, listen, I've earned, listen, I've worked probably 27 years plus. All right. If I averaged out my income for over like, you know, for 30K, uh, 30k a year over this lifespan of 27 years or so all right maybe 40k i'm definitely have earned a million dollars in my lifetime man i can really proudly say i'm a million dollar earner all right million dollar earner so um and i'm probably well above that because you know there were some years that i was doing very very well and then some years that i didn't do very well at all so um i'm definitely going to say that i've earned a million dollars in my life uh you're talking to a millionaire <laughs> well, I got about $28 left. I got about $28 left. <laughs> right. So here we go. Ladies, I got $28 to my name. Where my wallet at? All right. I'm the author of the Free Agent Lifestyle, guys. I'm the author of D Evolution. You can pick those up at Amazon or on Audible if you are a non readable brother. Um, and uh, the reality is uh, the Free Agent Lifestyle is often misunderstood. People think that it's a segregationist program. Uh, against women and against marriage and cohabitation and and against long-term relationships. But I often guide men away from those things to get their priorities straight. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's not a segregationist program for you. It's not a mindset for that. Now people are, you know, people come to this this sphere, which you call the manosphere, the red pill, uh, what do they call it? There's other, oh, MGTOW. There's a lot of uh spheres that you would come into. And people think that we're all about segregating ourselves from women, and that's not necessarily true. As a matter of fact, if you read the book, you would basically see that the the, the basic premise of the free agent lifestyle is to prioritize yourself. Sometimes you got to take time away from women. Sometimes you got to get out of relationships to find your true self, right? You got to find who you are, guys. You will not find who you are when you're uh, through women. You simply will not be able to do that. There's concepts, high value. And so people think that we're all against relationships here. Well, not necessarily especially when you're trying to build yourself see so the first time ever since the first time 
as a teenager, you got that boost of testosterone, all that hormone injected into your bloodstream. You've been led astray. You've been misled, especially if you didn't have strong minded men behind you and you had nothing but beta male, blue pill, weak simps behind you programming you. And you've been listening to the Disney program and the fairy tales and the romance and the myth, the mythology of relationships that is, you know, we've been educating you about that. You've been lost. You've been lost. You had no guidance. You've been misguided and undecided about the world. And you luckily, you guys have men right now that are willing to guide you along this way. You've been led astray. You've been disadvantaged. You've been disadvantaged, guys. You've been walking around with testosterone at high peak levels, all right? And then people have been using your lust and able to sway you in order to take your seed away from you, all right? Many of you guys have procreated and your seed has been stripped from you. You guys have given away your seed. You guys are fornicated, all right? You, when, when you're in the act of fornication, and you're in the midst of fornication, you don't find out who you are. Look at all of these PUAs and these guys that claim to be players and pizimps, all right? And they're completely lost, misguided, and undecided about them, their lives because they have their value. Uh, uh, they have their value as a man set to how women value them. All right, that is completely wrong. All right, fornication is great. I'm gonna just let you guys know. I mean, listen, when you find out who you are, you can able you can be better able to manage that. But when you uh, when you actually value yourself based on how women value you, and that is the highest level of attainment in your life based on how women value you, you're lost. And most of you basically are losing yourself in the acts of fornication in relationships, especially if your mind is small or you're thinking with the small head and not the big head. This is what the free agent lifestyle is about. Sometimes you got to take time away from that to discover who you are and prioritize yourself, prioritize your fun, prioritize your own damn life. We're going to talk about that when we talk about the toolbox. We're going to do, uh, we're going to do, uh, what do they call it? When you went to school and they uh, show and tell, right? You know, show and tell. And so uh, people misunderstand what this free agent lifestyle, MGTOW, red pill, uh, manosphere is all about. It's not about the hate of women. It's about the discovery of yourself as a man. And this is what we do with these shows, blue chip mindset, free agent lifestyle, MGTOW. Uh, you guys got to understand what it's about. There are certain aspects of this atmosphere where people segregate themselves which would be a monk mode and that's nothing new there have been monks since the damn near beginning of time there have been men that understood the value of themselves and they put the value of themselves way ahead of their acts of fornication and they actually took fornication off the plate and they found out that life was more than women okay and that's what i've been telling trying to tell you about with these dating coaches they actually put that in the forefront of your mind and they got you out there chasing your tail and you don't even know who you are yet. That's why you need the free agent lifestyle before you go out there and date. Even in my book, I identify that. I say, this is not a segregationist principle. I said, basically, you take yourself off of the marketplace, especially when you're frustrated, you go through a bad breakup, you get divorced, or you don't understand how to deal with women and understand how to deal, uh, understand them. Take yourself off the marketplace, find out who you are, and then you will be able to go back out there with a sense of yourself in a sense of pride out here. But if you go in full of testosterone at a disadvantage and you go out there and try to make something of yourself and your value is placed on how you fornicate out here with these straggle daggles, you're going to be completely lost. You're going to lose yourself. You're going to lose yourself out here in this world. And this world is full of witchcraft and trickery and deception. The true, the, the true trick is, is the one who is being deceived, not the one that is making transactional relationships. All right, that that in the world of the mind, the small minded person, you believe that person's getting tricked and they're basically using a small portion of their income to get what they want. 
All right, that's not being tricked. The true trick believes that he actually has dominance over the witchcraft and deceptory and deception out here and or he's getting it for free. Okay, you're not getting it for free. Everything has a cost. And when speaking of, everything has a cost when you try to achieve this blue chip mindset. Everything has a cost when you try to live the free agent lifestyle. And we're going to talk about that today as a man. As a man, we're going to talk about that. All right, so, um, boy, we opened up the show. We kicking some ass today and taking some names in here. Shout out to everybody that is watching today's show. Um, I needed a true sponsorship like Ace Hardware or the Container Store or True Value, right? Any one of these places. I need a hardware store to uh, uh, sponsor this stream because I'm going to send y'all brothers out today. Y'all going to spend some money, all right? The things that we're going to show you make me feel like I'm a millionaire, okay? These are the things, the things that we're going to show you in our toolbox today, and this is just the basics. This isn't everything that you need. We'll discuss. You might not see everything as well, all right? But this is just the basics. This isn't going to start your damn business. You're not going to be able to, you know, start being a construction or worker or a carpenter with what I'm going to show you today. but a lot of you men don't have the basic tools to be able to navigate through the basic scenarios of life. You're, you get stuck, all right? You, you might buy uh, some Ikea furniture somewhere and you get stuck. Oh, damn, I don't have that. So I can't complete the process. And you got to stop the process to go all the way down to true, true value to go get you whatever you, that, that, that you need. We're going to talk about that. All right, yeah, Home Depot and Lowe's, man, where y'all at? All right, I'm about to send, I'm about to send, send some brothers your way. All right, some of y'all still got butter knives for screwdrivers right now. <laughs> if you grew up with a single mom and she wasn't a construction worker herself, you got a butter knife for a screwdriver right now. I know you, brothers. All right, you ain't got no step ladder. You ain't got no ladder in your garage, nothing. I'm a millionaire, man. <laughs> All right, so these are the things that make me feel like I'm, I've made it in life. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a millionaire. I'm safe, especially if you're a prepper. Boy, if you're a prepper, the preppers are going to be like, that's all you got, coach? The prepper's like, damn, you ain't got no damn uh, uh, eight-foot container. <laughs> Shout out to the preppers here. We're giving the basics for the brothers. These are the basic tools, right? These aren't the things of, that you're going to use for 100% survival. All right, we'll get into that later. After, actually, after we do, after we do um, the sponsorships, we'll get into that. So look, Dollar Sign CGA Live, that is on the right-hand portion. It's opposite on my side. I'm pointing this way, but it's this way. All right, CGA Live. Right there, dollar sign CGA Live. That is the cash is app. All right, I always forget. What are we doing here? <laughs> uh, the PayPal. PayPal.me. I'm got to type. Where's my damn assistant? All right, so that is the PayPal right there. You, these are the long form, form versions of the PayPal. Use your mother's PayPal. We got brothers using their mom's PayPal and all that because they even use PayPal in a minute. We appreciate all the brothers that be doing that stuff. All right. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Somebody said gas mask, welding tool. We're not going to get that deep. We're not going to get that deep. But, you know, if you guys need your gas masks in the building, we're here to educate men, man. Man, it's been a long time, man. Men need this education. Education. Men need other men leading them. Iron sharpens iron, as they say. But you guys have been letting peace leave sharpen you. All right, you're not in your right mind when you're in the act of fornication. Let me just tell you that right now. It's great, but you do dumb things. You do very dumb things when it comes to this, and you will spill your seed, okay? You will spill your seed. Guys, look, there's two things that are very important to this world, all right? Your seed and your commitment. 
your seed and your commitment, and you guys throw this thing away. You guys throw these things away, and it's crazy how you give it away and throw it away. And then you find out the true value of it after the fact, like your commitment. It's the most valuable thing other than your seed that you can give to anybody, especially a woman. But you give it to the world and you're frivolous about it. You don't do any vetting. You give it away and then you find out, oh, man, I got praying mantis. Oh, man, I got divorce. Great to kingdom come. Oh, man, I got fall, uh, DV charges and all of these things. And it was all because your commitment, you gave it away frivolously to somebody that you didn't investigate. How about your seed? All right. Oh, I just I just uh, skeet, skeet, skeeted on her. All right. I did this. I busted upside. I, I shot up the club. All right. I squirted in them guts. Whatever you guys do, you do that thing. And then you find out, oh, she's pregnant. And then you find out the true value of your seed. People always talk about the true value of a woman delivering a baby through her body. You delivered that through the force of friction. All right. And excitement and lust. You delivered that from your body. That was your seed that she's carrying. And many of you guys don't even investigate the woman that you shoot up the club with, or you hope that she don't go ahead and deliver that baby, or you hope she deletes it, or you hope she don't take that pregnancy, don't take. And then when it takes, you find out the true value of your seed. When you go down to child support, they say you owe this much. Okay. And that person is going to be a part of your life forever until that person stops living. And, and, and even the baby's mama is like that. So this is the true value, man. Look, your seed is very important. Your commitment is very important. Never take it lightly and never let anybody tell you to throw it away. Never let somebody just, just, just commit. You're scared to commit. But no, 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 no. I haven't investigated you. All right. This is part of the free agent lifestyle. Do large. Um, if you if you haven't got my book, my free book, my free book, free. Don't y'all like free, brothers? Y'all like free? Y'all always talking about the free peace leave you getting, but you won't get this free book. <laughs> By the way, nothing's for free, especially when it comes to sex. There's no such thing. All right, this is what we teach men around here. And this is going to make you walk a little bit carefully. Get that free ebook all the way down right there, right there, right there. Look at that there, free ebook. And in this ebook, all right, I tell you some critical things. I tell you some critical things. Okay, there was a critical point that I was going to make. But within this book, there's some critical points that, that I make in relation to this so you guys know. Uh, what's going on here? But anyway, forgot it. But you see the king's, you see the king's colors in there, don't you? You see the king's color. That is my color scheme right there. Every man should have a color scheme. Every man should have a uh, like a a, a coat. I, I hate when they do that. I need to turn that alert off. You should have like a what is it? A shield, a family shield. All right, which are, you know your shield and your your initial and a firearm and a piece of peace leave or whatever it is you want to put on your family shield. Your name is everything out here, all right? You got your seed, your commitment, your name. Like, you would actually trade your name in to someone else. You'd give it to another human being in the form of marriage. These feminists out here don't want you to do that no more, which is a damn red flag waving. You should never marry a woman who won't take your name because your name is everything because you're giving your commitment and your seed. She should carry that along. And if she don't, she can carry her ass. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island topped. I've done all of that. Yeah, a coat of arms, a family crest. You should have your colors. You know, coach got the color scheme. It's fuchsia, purple. That's regal. That's royal. I got the royal colors out here. I mean, the fuchsia, I don't know about. But it is what it is. <laughs> right? I carry that along. I think what happened was somebody designed my shield, uh, my CGA shield. You see my coat of armor there? Uh, right there. It's kind of on the right-hand portion of your upper right hand. And I think when the designers designed it purple, it's kind of fuchsia. So when my web designer caught it, 
Um, and as you can see my banner where it says CGL Live and YouTube up there, you see it translate in the fuchsia. So you see I carry these color schemes all the way through. This is consistency, guys. This is attention to detail and consistency. <laughs> I'm OCD like that. I'm OCD like that. Where are we at here? Somebody says a seagull. I'm not sure. Yeah, family crest, uh, a coat of armor, whatever it is. Have those things because that's where your pride is. Have pride in who you are, especially if you're a melanated man. Y'all walking around here, feel sorry for me. Feel sorry. My great, 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 great grandfather was a slave. Feel sorry for me. Mm. All right, man. We don't want nobody to feel sorry for me. Do not feel sorry for me because I look at every human being and I'll be like, I'm going to kick your ass. Not, not literally, but I'm going to beat you in life. <laughs> and if I don't, I'm going to die trying in this mug. All right. So anyway. Yeah, man, I'm the regal one over here. Don't mess with me, man. Look, man. Hey, look, and, and you know how I get this idea. You can see man, in my background right now, that big purple, the purple behind the television is putting that purple light. I think about these things. These are the things I think about, and I think about them because I have clarity. I have peace. I have a spirit of peace among me, although I can get riled up and emotional and energetic at sometimes and passionate, passionate like the Fuhrer. <laughs> I can get passionate about issues, not emotional, but passionate. But I have clarity in life. I don't have a woman distracting me. I don't have, you know, um, women can be distracted because whatever minuscule thing pops up in their mind, because you're in a commitment with them, they want to share it with you. And you're like, would you carry your ass somewhere else with that? I don't want to think about those things. So I have clarity. I think about my color scheme. I think about the things that I want to do. I think about my one year, three year, five year plan. I think about my goals. I think about the things that I want to prioritize. I think about the one hour and 25 minutes that I want to spend with a pretty young thing. And then after I'm done, I tell her to skedaddle. And she leaves with a fistful of 20. And then I'm back to clarity and peace. Well, I'm in the shower first, but, you know, I'm back to clarity and peace. But you guys get commitment and you trade commitment in and then you give up and you pay in time. You pay in energy. You pay in attention. And then you pay in money. And then you come over here and tell me. I don't pay. All right, let's get into the show. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in here. We got 10,000 people watching. We need 3,000 likes. How about that? All right, if you don't want to sign up for the free book, I get it. You don't want to be bombarded with emails. I mean, when was the last time I sent an email, a mass email out? I got to send one out about the coaching program coming up. But I don't bombard you. But your ass will get an email. All right, but um, you'll get a free book and a free video. And then you can hit the free like button since y'all like free. Y'all out here chasing uh, with, uh, women with uh, bonnets and hair weaves and wigs. <laughs> but y'all won't hit that button, like button. Look, man, still ain't hit the like button. All right. You know what we're going to do. All right. We're going to show scrum diddly umptious until we hit that like button. That's what we're going to do. All right. Uh, I see y'all don't want I see y'all being stingy, stingy with the likes. All right. You can turn your, you can turn your phone sideways. Turn your phone sideways. I know. Stop for a minute. Stop what you're doing. And we're going to show y'all something. Where's she at? Did I delete her? Oh, I deleted her. I de Oh, no, no, no. I found her. I found her. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a Yeah, we're going to show this until we hit these likes. 700 likes. Or we're going to show this one right here over and over again. There it is right there. Here we go. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? 
ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose, son. Let it. I know y'all see the football prank. The football prank go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose, son. Let it, I know y'all see the football prank. The football prank go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on, Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right, all right. We got up to at least 550. All right, come on, man. <laughs> we gonna play it again. All right, hit that like button. Hit that like button in the building. All right, so um, don't be scared of the little belly Ellie in the building. Yeah, no, y'all down bad. <laughs> where we at? Y'all be down bad. All right, uh, where we at here? All right, let's get into the earlier contributors to today's show over on PayPal. These are our sponsors. Since True Value and Lowe's and Home Depot don't want to sponsor today's shout. All right, my man SAU is in the building. All right, what do we got here? He says, good morning, coach. My favorite time of the week, the money don't work for you the same in the building. That's going to be our new, the diet don't work to the same uh, uh, for you brothers here. It's the blue chip mindset in the building. This is what we do around here, brothers. We are helping. Shout out to, he says, uh, Jacob, we'll call him. KS said men should eat plates of ish. Damn, that sounds like something I Hold up. Mm. <laughs> Now, I know he borrowed that from me. Now, I know, you know how I know, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's not here to defend himself. Hey, KS, what you have to say about that? Hold on for a second. KS, what you got to say about that? Um, yeah. Nothing. Okay. Well, now I'm just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I know he got that from me. You know why? You know why? Because I got that from I got that from Triple H. I got that from Triple H. Um because Triple H in a documentary said and I that might indeed be in my book. It might be in my book as a matter of fact. Uh because um Cause um I because Triple H in the documentary because I'm a wrestling fan I like wrestling and the reason why I know I said it is because I got it from Triple H Triple H said when he when they did the curtain call in the Madison Square Garden and then the three wrestlers left uh, to go to WCW he had to get punished and he said Vince McMahon made me eat plates and plates of ish and I took that from Triple H so I know I said that anyway. Rest in peace to Kevin. Moment of silence. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Just KS like, why you doing me like that, bro? <laughs> All right. So shout out, I'm not taking away anything from Jacob here, but he says Kevin Samuels said men should eat plates of ish until they're 30 in order to stack up. Would you agree with this coach? And I do agree right there. KS shout out. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> Respectfully, yes. <laughs> Where are you at? 
He said, so many YouTubers use your material. I know I've don't I've donated a lot, you know, as much as they say I've stolen. I've definitely given back in terms of phraseology and all of that stuff. And, uh, you know, we can borrow. But sometimes, you know, I got to get the credit. I know for sure. I said, be ready to eat plates. Of but guys, when you're in your 30s, when you're below 30s, you got to pay your dues. This is part of the hierarchy of masculinity. Now, some dudes do supersede that by becoming young millionaires, young, rich, and famous, and 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 uh, and super rich kids, super rich kids. I can't even remember the song. You guys, yeah, but for the most part, men know that you got to build up. You got to build up. That's just how it works. It's part of being a man. It sucks because a lot of times you don't get access to the younger woman. And then by the time you build up, there are women are saying, okay, now that I've been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel, I'll come get with you now. Well, that's not how it works for many men because many men say, well, I'm going back to what I missed. Let me go back to the pretty young things. But uh, guys, you got to build. You got to eat plates, 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 especially if you're an entrepreneur or a guy. We're going to talk about that idea of entrepreneur. Not everybody's built up for that. You're not built for that. Everybody, some people are just going to be employees. Can you be rich and wealthy and successful as an employee? Yes, absolutely. It's going to take a lot more work because you're getting taxed at 50%, damn near 50% of your income. Is going to income tax, state tax, property tax. You're going to double and triple taxation, sales tax, gas tax. All right. You're going to be the prime. You're going to be the prime victim of those things. So you got to really live di di uh, diligently if you're an employee and you never navigate the waters of self-employment and or entrepreneurship or and or uh, being a boss. Right. Shout out to Jorge C says, morning coffee, CGA, relationships are dead and part of the past. Larry Bird is not walking through that door, Sean. He says, LOL, keep preaching the message. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Yeah, they're going to be gray and old, guys. You used to be able to, uh, you know, work up, uh, you know, get your own personal woman. Hey, guys, women are monetized now. I'm sorry to tell you, it's, it's not going to work that way for everyone. Some people are going to be able to get it. And uh, in order to get it, you got to trade in um, a life of full of misery. I always look at people in relationships and I see because I always look, I go out and I look and I say, dang, you know, you people are in relationships. People are coupling. People are doesn't mean they're not cheating and it doesn't mean they're happy. You will find that a lot of people that are in relationships are miserable. Okay, they're miserable. They're they're going through sexless marriages. They're being tortured sexually. They're they're using sex, uh, getting sex used against them. Uh, they're not holding masculine frame. They operate in the mode of beta, but not all. There are men that are somewhat alpha that are in relationships. All right, you can be alpha. You can be red pill. You can be. Um, I know people are confused about that. Now you can't be MGTOW running around here saying you're MGTOW and then you're in a relationship. So that is where people get the confusion. Right. MGTOW is a whole different subsection uh, subsection of the um, of, of the red pill that they say, I'm going my own way until he doesn't. But if you say you're going your own way, but you got a girlfriend, I mean, now you won't have to change it up. Just change your context uh, content to something else. Uh, and you know, we got to call it uh, Anderson. Anderson apps says my friend going to the club every week, every weekend has spent at least five figures in drinks. Over the years, hasn't had any sex in four years, but he says he doesn't and refuse to pay for peace leave. And I bet you every time he goes out, he's aiming to get a girl. All right. He's the dude. 
Let me take two more drinks and I'm going to go talk to her. I'm hoping to get lucky tonight. Uh, <laughs> and so he's, these are the guys that say they don't pay. And I'm actually flabbergasted. We're here to educate you. You do pay. Uh, just the fact that you go out to the nightclub, if you're paying for the whole uh, uh, opportunity for women to get attention. They, a lot of times, don't even take a wallet to the uh, when they go out. Many times they used to. I don't know if they do now because I don't be at clubs like that. Many times they get in for free or or club owners invite these girls in. A lot of times they have young women working as a um, what do you call it? A club organizer. I know a young woman, very attractive woman that does this in L.A. And she's 25 years old. I mean, she's she's knockout like she's and she finds women to come to these clubs. So they don't pay. But you're paying for the infrastructure to keep the damn wheel greased. Like you're actually doing it worse because you think you're doing it opposite. Well, I ain't paying. I ain't putting money in their hand, but you making it so you're paying for the infrastructure to keep it so she can keep going out there drinking and getting bar entry for free and then have the uh, have the opportunity to run in the higher status men. You're greasing the wheel. <laughs> How are you not paying? You're, you're doing it worse. A club promoter, yeah, or a promoter, not the bottle girls, but but she basically is um she basically she's 25, she's like five nine, long ass legs. You know, she used to be a track uh runner. She used to run track for a Pac 12 conference team. And but now, bro, she she be out there just piling the women in. And these women are monetized now. Uh not only are they monetized on social media, they're monetizing their ability to get a job and career. So I and so that's their number one goal now. How do you get involved into that? Some of you guys are in relationships with career women who work 40, 50, 60 hours a week, and you barely see her. Sometimes if you have a job and she has a job, your ship's passing in the night. You might have sex with that woman two times a week, maybe. Which for me, that would be enough. But as a young man, you're, you want more. You want more than that. She's coming back worn out. She's not even 100% energized to be with you. She comes in, takes her bra off, titties start sagging. She washes her makeup off as soon as she washes in. She takes her hair, puts it up in a bun. She barely jumps in the shower for you. She don't even wash her feet, and she plops down on the couch. Oh, you should have seen what happened at work today. And blah, 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 blah. 30, 7.30, 8.30, 9.30, 10.30, 11. You don't watch her catch up with her girlfriends, watch uh, reruns of Friends or episodes of MASH, scroll through Instagram, tell you about her bullshit-ass day, and then guess what? Baby, you think I can get some? Oh, damn, I'm tired. <laughs> Who wants that? Anyway, man, let's get to these. Uh, we're we're going to get to the cash apps. Uh, wait a minute. Let me get, like, at least three of them in. Shout out to Kirby in the building. He says, good morning, Sean. Thank you for the knowledge. And the knowledge is in the building. Hugo Sanchez says, for Jasmine Rice in the building. Warhammer says, to the Free Agent Lifestyle Fund, we do this around here. Against all odds. Albert Ingram says, they call us gay as an insult, but support LGBTQ, which is odd. I'm like, why are you saying that the men who are prioritizing themselves and leaving women behind and not trying to date them. How are they gay? But y'all be the ones out there first in line at the Pride Festival. 
first in line to put on your rainbow sunglasses, first in line to support them. Woo-hoo-hoo. But as an insult, you throw that over here. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. And this is when you know, this is when you know you're headed down the right path because they scratch and claws to get you back on the plantation. How, how often has a slave ran from the plantation and they was like, let him go. He was like this. He was running through, clear through Greenville, Mississippi. He was like, I'm cutting, dutching, and diving. And the plantation owner was like, let him have his freedom. <laughs> nope, they named him. They dubbed his ass a runaway. Then they sent the bloodhounds after him, following his scent. The slaves were squealing on him. There he go. He trying to leave. Toby running with one foot, trying to get through. He like. They put up posters, find this damn slave. They kept you name as a slave. They didn't say let his ass go. They said drag his ass back. (laughs) So this is what I'm talking about. When you finally figure out who you are and you be like, I'm out. Rarely as a man in this fear said, let these dudes go. And just said, we'll ignore them. The guys who can't ignore you are often the dating coaches because they know they full of hot, hot air. So they're the one most offended by you. They're the ones most distracted. They were the ones always making videos of you because you was running away from the plantation and they couldn't. Now they're married or now they got living with single moms. (laughs) And they couldn't watch you leave. You're leaving? No, getting, getting back to the plantation. Let's get back to the show. Yeah, the gun line. Tell them about the gun line, boss. PUA sitting up there. Get your ass back. You either get back or you dead. <laughs> Last one. Higher image status says the nano sponsorship. Thank you, coach. And XL Pro Services, the usual suspects. Man, I appreciate you, brothers, man. All right, we got to get back to the show. We will get back to the show. We will get back to the sponsorships. Um, let's go over the toolbox. All right, so for some of you single mother raised men, and again, this toolbox that we're going to show you, these are items that men should have readily available to them. All right, you guys got your Jordans. You got your Yeezys. Right, you got your fresh to death outfit, but you got a butter knife as a screwdriver. We're gonna fix you guys today. And you guys don't have to be uh Tim the two man tailor. You don't have to be Tim the two man tailor. All right. You can be a thorough guy to be able to navigate around a situation that could be costly for you. All right. It could be costly for you if you don't have the right tools. And everybody, everybody knows having the right tools can make the difference. Having the wrong tool will send your ass, uh, will will tear you up. All right. And so um, um, this is this is the things that make a man feel rich. OK, I don't know if you guys know in a divorce, you can lose your tools if you lose them, use them for work. And they can be a marital asset if you bought them tools and you use them to benefit yourself financially. The woman can sue you and take your tools. I know a lot of guys that have lost their tools in a divorce. Um, but um, <laughs> here we go. Where are we at? Screwdriver for damn. OK, so all right, let's talk about screwdrivers real quick um screw drivers all right so some of you guys uh tools aren't that expensive tools that aren't that expensive right so you can go to uh your local place and uh they got all the tools that are hanging up right there here's your screwdrivers right here these aren't all of my screwdrivers but you have screwdrivers for every uh setup here and i have probably 30 40 different hand screwdrivers now they have screwdrivers that are hung up right here but down below there's a bucket full of cheap ass screwdrivers, right? Like for like 25 cent, maybe 99 cent. But you're looking up here and they're like $9, $10, $15 screwdrivers. 
All right. And so I got you got the uh, you got the flathead screwdriver here. You got the Phillips head screwdriver here. But sometimes even this one's not good enough. You need a different size screwdriver. Sometimes you need a different amount of leverage on your screwdriver. Sometimes you need more torque. All right. You need more torque with your screwdriver. So you need a little one that you can get in a little space and then you get get your elbow grease in there. All right. But I have 30 or so different screwdrivers. You don't need that many, but sometimes they're flatter. Sometimes they're a little bit wider and narrower. Sometimes they're not. All right. Sometimes they're not. So these are your screwdrivers, man. I'm telling you, your ass don't have a screwdriver in your house. I don't know what you're doing as a man. The hell going on? This is the yeah. Th wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Let me put a banner up. This is the this is the toolbox. Uh, let me see here. Uh, tool every man needs here. Y'all got memberships to OnlyFans. Ain't got no damn tools in your house. Tim the Tool Man Taylor Hour. Tim the Tool Man Taylor Hour. How do you spell Taylor? This won't even last an hour. Um, yeah, somebody said keep one in your car too. Keep them in your car. Have access to them. Sometimes I grab all these. Like they'll have a toolkit. I have toolkits. I, I was gonna bring one up. Toolkits in which they have a uh, different vary uh, variation of screwdrivers that you can keep in a little kit that has a zipper pouch. You can keep it in your thing. All right. So um, box cutter. All right. Box cutter is very important. You can get one with the replaceable blades. I'm not going to put my blade out now because I'll slice my else ass. I'll slice my damn wrist live and y'all be a mess here. Uh, but any type of, type, of, type of box cutter like this, this would be great. And I know y'all brothers got box cutters because y'all belong in gangs in New York. But uh, a box cutter and a tool cutter like this would be very handy. All right. You could cut carpet with that. <laughs> Your carpentry brothers in the building. All right. Oh, uh, oh, I forgot my knife. Um, I do have variations of knives as well uh, that you can keep in your pocket as a pocket knife. Uh, yeah. Uh, hammer, hammer. You need a hammer and a mallet. All right. A hammer. I once walked into a damn, uh, into a, <laughs> I once walked into a, a hammer store and there was this Mexican guy and he was trying out hammers and he was like this, he, the look in his eye, he was like, he was trying out the hammer like he was going to hammer someone's skull. And I walked by him, the look on his face, he looked like Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. And he was like, and I was like, what are you going to hammer with that? <laughs> I was like, what are you planning on hammering? Like, you're not going to hammer a nail. Like, you know what I mean? You know, He's like, I'm trying to see how heavy it is. And I'm looking at his ass like, this is how I was looking at him. <laughs> yeah, he had his wife. He had his wife. He had his wife face on the other hand of the hammer. He was like this. He looked like uh, Jack Nich Nicholas with the hammer. I was like, Lord have mercy, bro. I was like, what you doing? What you doing, bro? And I woke him up. I snapped him out of his. Have a hammer, bro. Have a hammer. And actually, ha I actually have how many hammers? Like three or four hammers. All right. But um, also I have a mallet. I was going to bring it up, but I was like, why? Mallet is a, a hammer. Sometimes it has a rubber head on the end. It's a little bit lighter. You won't be able to remove uh, <laughs> knives with it. Yeah, it looked like Jack Nixon. Um, hex tool. So it comes in the form of a screwdriver. You can get a power tool as well. But this has the hex at the bottom. Sometimes, man, things don't have screws. Sometimes they have like a hex uh, uh, nut on the end. All right. And so you, you got to be able to get that off. Uh, many times these furnitures that you buy um, at like Ikea to put it yourself, the build it yourself. Many times they have hex uh, uh, nuts at the end of them 
Um, and then you might have to use that. They they provide them now. They provide a little tool for that, the little screw. But sometimes that tool doesn't even work. You know what I mean? It doesn't work right. So you need a hex head, um, hex head screwdriver for those applications. Like bikes, bikes typically will have a hex head uh, nut at the end, and you'll have to do that, right? So um, anyway, where are we at here? Oh, a stud finder, stud finder. If you hang things in your house, if you hang things in your house, stud finders are handy. All right. No woman. I bet you no woman has a stud finder. <laughs> and somebody said never enough tools for real. Um, uh, 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 a, uh, what do you call it? A stud finder is handy because many of you guys have drywall and you go to hang big, big things on your wall. And then eventually it'll come out and you'll be like, what's going on here? Well, you didn't nail it into the stud. So the stud finder. Oh, you can't hear it. All right. <laughs> she is the stud finder. <laughs> she is the stud finder. So a stud finder will allow you to find the studs, a good stable place to hang things on. Like if you're hanging up a, um, hanging up a TV monitor or something like that, and you have a big old uh, frame that you need to hang it on. Sometimes if your studs are too far apart, that uh, particular thing won't be able to be put up on that wall. Uh, here we go, right here. All right, any type of socket wrenches, socket wrenches, socket wrenches. I have a small socket wrench. This will be uh, indicative of one you would find in an early starter toolkit. All right, and it has the little wide socket on the end. And um, you could just, it's like a little ratchet. All right, um, and then you have a long version of a socket, socket wrench. These are very helpful. You can get that, right? You can get that ratchet. You don't have to be a tool person here. Uh, what about this? Oh, wrenches. All right, a little adjustable wrench. You can have a wrench set if you want. Um, do I have a wrench set? I have the socket wrench and I have the power drill, which you're going to get to. Uh, but any adjustable type of um, wrench right here that you can adjust. Everybody should have one of these, bro. Um, I don't, I'm not a big fan of these in most situations because most of the time you're in there in a tight space and you need a smaller wrench that can grab onto it and you need your adjustments. You need a 5H. You need to know what type of number you need, Sean. You need math. But sometimes these are good, especially for a beginner. Uh, you can get in there. You don't need an adjustable one. You don't need 50 different measurements. So uh, you can just get in there right there. All right. Or throw a monkey wrench in your program. What else we got over here? Oh, oh, measuring tape. Measuring tape. All right, measuring tape. You need your measuring tape. This is a 25-footer right here. You need your measuring tape. How many of you guys measure with your feet? You'd be like, one, two, three, four. Or you measure like this. You'd be like, all right, it's this wide. And then you move over here, right? All right, and then you're, as you move, you measure it like this. You'd be like, it's this wide. And then you turn like this, and then you try to measure it this way, or you walk to the other room, but your hands don't move. All right, measuring tape. Put your ass, get your ass a measuring tape and know how to pull that bad boy out. All right. So now y'all down 55 bucks right now. All right, various forms of lighters. I don't even smoke. Various forms of lighter. You have your little lighter right here. All right. You have a butane lighter, which can use uh, oil. All right. This is a lighter here. Typically, I would use my with my cigars. Uh, it has to be filled up with oil right there. And that oil is strong, bro. Uh, typically, you would have to use this like a kerosene lamp. You have your big lighter. And then you have your torch lighter as well. 
right there that has the liquid in it and then you open it up i can't light it now you know i don't know if youtube will accept something like that you always need good lighters uh to light up your grill or light up your propane what now light up your propane your, your grill doesn't take right you'll be able to light your grill light your pie to light here we go how about uh power drill power drill power drill all right power drill will change your life bro a power drill will change your damn life. You using the screwdriver and then you go to power drill. Woo! <laughs> Light up that propane. Hey. A power do a drill, a power drill will say change your life. You will be like, I'll never use the screwdriver. <laughs> I'll never use the screwdriver. You'll screw this damn, uh, screw this damn short power drill. Straight to the power drill, all right, with the drill bits and all that. I'm like, oh, you need to screw something? Power drill, ram. <laughs> you go in everything, bro. If you ain't got no power drill, I don't know what to tell you, and these things aren't that expensive. All right, uh, oh, here we go. Somebody said a flashlight. I forgot my flashlight, but flashlights are life changers, especially if you live in an earthquake zone um, and you have your electricity goes out. Your mama didn't play the electricity bill. Have your flashlight. Have your flashlight handy. I have one right beside my bed just because, you know, somebody comes, turns my electricity off, comes in like screen. All right. Then I'll go right to the flashlight. Uh, Hacksaw. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw. Hacksaw. You needs a hacksaw, bro. You know what I mean? You got to cut some PVC. You can get that hacksaw, that bud, slice right through it like butter. Like butter, baby. You can get you one of them old-ass saws, too. All right, get you an old-ass saw. You can go into a power saw if you want. I don't know necessarily have use for a power saw. But hacksaw, right through it. Butter. <laughs> All right, like butter, baby. Get you a hacksaw. Be careful with these things. Uh, this actually, the blade is exposed. I'm tripping right now. So I better better turn this upside down real quick. Hold on for a second. You know, because, you know, you put it in your toolbox and you go reach across the damn thing and then you slice your damn arm off. All right, let me do these in here. Because these blades, uh-oh, I done dropped it. Stream over. All right, let's see here. We'll deal with that later. All right, um, where we at here? Batteries. Batteries. I'm always grabbing batteries. All right, batteries, brothers. Have batteries. I know you guys are always thinking about hoes and running game. Y'all ain't got no damn batteries in your house. How the hell do you get? Yo, how do you get through life and you ain't got no damn battery? You know what I mean? You got to have batteries for all damn situations, right? All damn situations. You can get rechargeable batteries. You can get the big ass. I got the big ass uh nine volt nine volt batteries you know what i'm saying cd batteries double a triple a that's how ocd i am i got the three volt batteries bro coach ain't playing around man all right if i'm out of batteries i feel like my life is on the line <laughs> i feel like my life is on the line i'll be like damn i ain't got no batteries so so much so that i every time almost not every time when I go to the store, I walk by batteries. I be like, "Do I need batteries?" <laughs> okay. I got. I'll be having. I'll be having batteries just sitting around. 
My son came in the other day. Hey, do you got some batteries? He went to the battery pack. He was like, I don't see any double A. And I had them in this drawer right here. I was like, oh, here's some batteries right here. Guys, this is the stuff that makes me feel rich. Um, anyway, what about this right here? All right, and so this is a case right here. This is a Husky case, and it's full of screws, nuts, and bolts. Look at that, bro. I ain't never without. And so anytime I do and I get furniture or I get something and they provide me with the screw, nuts, and bolts, I put them in here. Or I buy some. I buy some. All right, and so this is a pack that I didn't buy like this. I actually created the pack with excessive um, stuff that I had laying around the house. And I got those little tools here. Let me see here. You know what I mean? Like anytime I catch a little tool like that, something like that. So I have this always at handy. And dude, it always comes in handy. I always like, damn, I need a screw for this. I need to screw. I need the sides of this. I need nails. All right. There we go. Somebody said the headlamp. I don't have a headlamp. All right, gentlemen, you need this one. You need this one. If you have a car, you need this one. You need this. All right. Or something like this. You need jumper cables. I cannot stand when the man is in the damn store parking lot and you ain't got no damn jumper cables. Hey, man, can you give me a jump? Okay. Yeah, I can give you a jump. You got cables? And they'd be like, nope. What kind of, bro? You ain't got no damn jumper cables? Like you asking for it. <laughs> now, this one's portable. You don't have to get a portable one. You can get the old school ones with the time and know how to put the damn jumper cables on, bro. Learn, learn how to put them on. You know what I'm saying? In, in the order that you need to put them on. I'll let you damn do the research. But this one is a portable one. You do have to charge it. Um, you do have to keep it charged, and it charges with the little, um, I think it's a USB-C. And so, ladies, do you have jumper cables in your car? If you don't, you lacking. So this one right here is portable. You don't need another vehicle. You don't need to pull somebody over to the side. And so my BMW oftentimes, because there's some electrical problem, um, I actually have like three of these, and I have the big-ass battery pack, right? and I have the regular jumper cables. I ain't going to be caught lacking. You might burn your whole damn car down if you don't know how to connect your jumper cables. All right, so uh, get one of these, all right, or get something like this because you never know. And always have it ready. ready. Uh, what else? Uh, binoculars. <laughs> binoculars come in handy. No, it's not to be a peeping Tom, but sometimes binoculars come in handy, especially if you live in a house, you know what I mean, and somebody down the road, you're like, what the hell the neighbor doing around there? You know what I mean? Have you some binocs? Knocks are good, man. You are in your prepping mode and you want to see who coming down the downtown. You'd be like, get you some heavy duty ass binoculars. Um, what else did I miss? Oh, for the brothers, get you a damn some clippers. Get you some clippers. Do y'all have clippers in the house, bro? Y'all wait to go to the barber. Y'all be looking all rusty. Okay, get your beard up. Trim you, get your line your shit up right here. Wait, mine back here. <laughs> All right, mine back here. All right, first aid kit. I don't have my first aid kit here. You need your first aid kit. Okay, first aid kit comes in handy, man. Band-aids, have your gauze, have your ace wrap, your ace bandage wrap. Have a good first aid kit ready to go. All right, there will always be somebody. There'll be a time where you slice your finger. You got to be able to patch yourself up. Okay, scissors. 
this is for this is how I trim my beard. All right, and my mustache. Guys, uh, do not take clippers to your mustache, bro. You asking for it. You'd be like, let me get that hair right there. <laughs> All right, so I've been cutting my own hair and my own beard for, I haven't been to a barber in over a decade, maybe even more than that, maybe 15 years that I sat down in the barber's chair. All right, I do all my ish. Take that right there. Get that hair right there. Get that hair right there, bro. Get a nose hair trimmer, nose hair trimmer. All right, so those are just some of the basic tools. Uh, by, basically, you guys, um, uh, you know, you guys can put your comment section, put them in the comment section of tools that you guys need, uh, think men need to have. And it's funny, this type of content, people are like, oh, what is this? Guys, this is helping men. This is helping men today. And I know a lot of guys don't have these basic uh, tools right here. And as you build those tools up, you'll build your stuff. You'll start building and having needs for other things. And then you'll start being able to repair things around your house, have extra light bulbs. Even if you live in an apartment complex, have uh, extra night bulbs. The, the leasing office is supposed to change your light bulbs, but not all the time. All right. Um. Anyway, add other stuff that you need. Generator, that's next level. Generator's next level. Not everybody's ready for a generator. <laughs> But yeah, man, you got to take care of yourself first. You got to have your priorities straight. I often look at guys and I'll be like, damn, okay, you got this, this, and this, but you don't have this. You don't have these things readily available. I'd rather have these things readily available than to have an extra pair of shoes this month. All right, skip the extra pair of shoes. It's not going to get me anywhere. These things are going to get me uh, where I need to be. All right, so anyway. Yeah, the generators is definitely stuff. We'll get to cooking. We'll put my cooking channel up. In a minute, let's get to all the cash apps in a bit. In a bit, go to the hardware store. See if you get lost. You be in there like, oh boy, where are we at today? The dictator says CGA back to the community fund. He says, and she's a ten baby, and I'm a effing ten baby. If you got game, but you ain't got no tools, you ain't got no game. <laughs> where are we at simon small says sending you thanks for the blue chip mindset series in the building yes sir brian says the gospel of the free agent lifestyle thanks cga appreciate you sir yeah man and you ain't got to be able to work all of these tools yeah uh who is this here train traveler will call you the studio is off the hook best show on youtube appreciate you brother appreciate you right there you go right there i remember when i first moved in here y'all didn't think Y'all didn't think this was going to come together. You were like, man, this, that little room looks raggedy, coach. <laughs> Y'all were like, rut roll. But it's coming together. There's a couple of things that I'm missing here that I'm still working on. I forgot to put on my on the air sign. There's a lot that goes into this. Brian Horsley is in the building back in here. Um, uh, somebody says your link says PayPay. Oh, damn, instead of PayPal. Damn, shout out to Eric. Appreciate you for uh letting me know that. I got ahead of myself, so I'm going to take this down, remove it. All right. I deleted my own self. So let me see here. I'm going to say PayPal. This is what happens when you do things on the air. Where's my damn assistant? Where's my damn assistant? I can't talk and walk and chew gum at the damn same damn time. All right. So here we go. So I appreciate you guys. Let me pin it. I appreciate replacement pin message i got it all right thank you mr eric in the building uh donald says chase purpose and money first women will come easy 
easily. And people don't get that. I know a lot of guys, especially when you're young, 25, 22, 30, you're like, man, what, what do I got to do to get these women, these black women to understand? What do I get to do? Man, I'm going to tell you, at this point in my life, I get the types that I want to get. Now, I don't even have to commit to them. Like, I don't. It's not easy. I'm not telling you it's easy. But what I'm telling you is, I don't have to trade love, commitment, long time. I don't have to lie. I don't have to manipulate. I get kind of what I want, and I get it in small doses the way I want it. And I just pass on and let me focus on the important things of life. Women are not important in my life. And let me just say this, because people do get confused. Uh, you'll never be able to turn off your attraction to women. You're never going to do it. You're never going to say, I'm going to turn off my attraction to women. I'm going to ignore them. I'm You're never going to be able to do that. But you can put them in their proper place. You can have perspective about them. And then you can put them in their proper priority. I have them prioritized right in the right place. It's the sweet spot that I'm in. And when you get to that sweet spot, you're going to have, you're going to have layups, low hanging fruit. You're going to have it right there. You're going to have slow Tuesdays right there. They'll be out there putting their hand up. No effort required, no commitment required, no nothing. They'll be like, I'll take what I can get from you. Then you'll have the middle area, plain Jane's middle area women. They'll be out there. They'll be within reach. Then you'll have a higher um, attractive type woman. She'll be right in reach for a couple of dollars, a lot of money. But by the time she's in within your reach, the money that is going to be needed to get her is going to be small to you, but big to her. <laughs> I'm in a good spot when it comes to them. I'm not catering to them. I'm not needy towards them. I don't really need them. I have them in enough doses that I need them. Uh, when I walk outside, I'm not distracted by them. Oh, damn. Oh, look at her. Oh, perhaps if I walked up to her. Oh, I need to talk to her. Oh, baby. Oh, she I'm not I actually go back onto my purpose. I'll see a little bit of something out there. I'll be like, oh, look at that. Mm -hmm. I'll check and see if her feet are out or oh, her feet are out. Okay, good. And then I go about my business. I'm never going, man, I, I wonder if I talk to her and I wonder if I say this and I say, I'm never really distracted by that anymore. I can appreciate the goodness of them when I see them because I'm still visual. I'm still a man. But it's my life is my life is never hinging on what if with that one, because there's there's some over here. I'm never without. Now, sometimes I got to turn up the effort just a little bit. Like I moved to Vegas. I moved from a different place. I moved from Southern California to Vegas. So I got to ramp up a little bit to get it to where I want to get it. I got to fine tune it. You know, I got to tune my guitar. I got to tune it up. Okay, let me tune it up. Let me get this right. Let me put these people here. Let me put them in this. Okay, all right. Let me get them. Okay, there. So she understands and fill this one in, pull that one out. But then I'm back to living life. Life is more important to me. And so that's a monk mode mindset. Because I got that through monk mode. I got that through, damn, there's way more important things. Way more important things than talking to that. It's about the blue chip mindset. So look, did I get all the cash apps? Oh, we got a, a couple of other. Uh, Luxus Holding says also, oh, wait a minute. I'm out of order. He says from homeless in 2017 to now age 27. And he's got his own place in car. Also had a kid. And baby on the way, but my piece is safe. All right, congratulations to you on that one. Uh, appreciate that. You busted inside. You shot up the club. But uh, 
listen, this space isn't just for men who just want to be away from women, right? We call out women in their tactics, their strategies. Um, unfortunately for most men, when you understand they're, that women are out for you, and the modern woman, they're not out to help you anymore. They're not out to build with you. They're out for themselves. <laughs> Dealing 2.0. But you're putting everything, all of your efforts, attention, your focus, and they're really just out for themselves. And it's fine, ladies. I, I don't care. They're out for themselves, and I will let you get just a little bit of crumbs off of me. You're going to get crumbs compared to what you could get is if, if you were down for me. And the girls that are ride or dies, they're straggle daggles, by the way. Most ride or dies are straggle daggles. They got tattoos on their forehead, tattoos on their titties. I don't want none of them. I'm a ride or die chick, coach. All right, yeah, I don't want straggles. Because you can get the, the what you, there's very little you can give me. Very, very little. I'm, I'm, uh, the, the, if I gave you something in terms of a relationship, it would be lopsided. I would be dragging. You ever heard that, uh, the, the best player on the team drag the team to the championship? I would be dragging you in life. You can't give me nothing other than what's betwixt your legs. I'm just letting you know that would be the only thing that you could give me. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes. Yeah, right LeBron up. in 2017. Yeah, yeah, he literally dragged all right the Cavaliers. So um, I would be dragging her. And she'd be like, You ain't gonna be dragging me, please. All right, I could change your world just walking into this world. Now nah, you can't do that. You ain't you stay your ass in section eight housing. All right. So anyway, we're supposed to be talking about the blue chip mindset. That's what we're talking about today. Um so the point is, what the blue chip mindset, ultimately, for most of you guys, what is going to cost you? What is it going to cost you to live the free agent lifestyle? Because not a lot of people can do this. All of their value is, is, is based upon what, what women are in their lives. Okay, well, I'm a player, and I'm a Mac, and I got game, and I get the girls, and I get the hoes, and the clothes, the cars, the shoes. And they do this cycle. Ultimately, they never really improve their lives. They always stay in the same spot. Based on how the women respond to them, you know, I'm a Mac, I'm a player, I got the cheese, I got the cheddar, I got this and that. And they never really, you never see their lives go up. In my time here, you saw my life go from damn near the pits of hell to kind of just elevating along the way. You saw my life change in various ways all through this time. You saw a transformation, an actual transformation. Many other guys that are running this and they never separate uh, their value from how women see them and perceive them to be. They still in the same place with the same yellow light apartment, with the same straggle studio, with the same. Uh, this is how their this is how their streams still look. Yeah, man. Welcome back to the show. I'm still straggle struggling the struggle of streaming. And uh, I'm going to teach you all about macking and pimping and gaming. And this is what we're going to do out here today. Uh, I'm going to invite 50 different dudes onto the platform. We're going to have a conversation about this. I can't show you my studio right now because I got my damn wave cap on and I didn't brush my damn hair. Popcorn ceiling in the background, no studio lights, no nothing. All right. And so what we're going to do, man, 28 people going to jump on this stream right here. 
So let me invite all of these people in. Let me invite you in one at a time right now. Hey, and uh, honor the day stream real quick. Don't talk over nobody. <laughs> Don't yell over the next man. Hey, man, be quiet real quick, real quick. We're going to teach these brothers how to be men's around here. And we're going to teach y'all to run game on these brothers, man. So we're going to have a panel discussion today. And I'm going to be still in my same apartment complex, by fact, despite the fact I've been on YouTube for 15 years. And people should be listening to me, not to these new dudes with all this damn studio and production and lighting and all that stuff, man. These people ain't no real people. I know the real stuff around here. <laughs> all right, let me stop, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so what happens is you don't see the dude even elevate, but he getting women. He he, he getting women, right? He he got he got the holes, the clothes, the cars, the shoes. All right. Anyway, uh, so what 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 are you gonna give up when you become this life? So first of all, you see on the stream, uh, on the on the thumbnail, everything has a cost. When you understand that about life. Everything has a cost and everything has a price. There's nothing for free. There's no free lunches, everybody. Everything has a cost. So when you choose the blue chip mindset, you're going to basically segregate yourself from the masses, from the vast majority of people. Why? Because the vast majority of people are comfortable. They're comfortable where they are. Uh, they, they know things aren't as the way they seem, but they are powerless against it. And they're willing to be powerless against it, right? They're like, I don't want to fight the system. It's too big. Most people will go and just clock in and clock out. They're ham and eggers. Most people, did you see this Netflix series? Did you see that Netflix series? I haven't seen it. How many seasons has it been? Four. And I've been watched one week and I binge watched the whole damn series. Oh, that won't be me because I'm not that plugged in. I'm not that comfortable. I'm always like, oh, damn, I'm a little uncomfortable. Even when I shouldn't be, I'm always like, mm. and I just don't want to be that uh, much placated and pacified. See, society has ways to pacify you. And if you want to be a lemming, if you want to be plugged in, go ahead. I, listen, I'm not against that life. If you want to be beta, go ahead. If you if you want to lack a little bit of um, ambition, go ahead. If you want to live life without structure and let them program you into everything you think, and then you need escapes. You know, I, I have escapes that I get to. But if you need an escape every day and every week, and you don't know what to do with yourself unless you're being told what to do, go ahead and do it. But the cost of the blue chip mindset, the cost of the free agent lifestyle mindset is you basically eliminate 90% of that. You eliminate 90% of that. You, you just don't have time for it. You just don't have the energy for it. Um, it doesn't improve you. If it doesn't improve you, you're like, I really don't know if I would put time into that. By the end of the day, I'm exhausted. By the end of the day, I don't have time. Uh, because you've been punching keys and clocking in, clocking out, you have energy to stay up 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, looking at your screen, scrolling, doing all of these things, having meaningless communications with people that are leading you on or leading you astray or distracting you. I'm never putting that much energy into things. By 9.30, I'm exhausted because I've been up since 5.30, just cracking. I actually feel guilty when I sit down. When I sit down, I feel guilty. Like, sometimes I'd be like, all right, let me sit down for a minute. I literally sit down for like a minute and 40 seconds, and I bounce back up. I got to do this. I got to do that. Um, So I'm never comfortable. I'm never relaxing. There's always something that I'm like, oh, this got to get done. 
Now, um, you know, some people is like, oh, you're just not enjoying life. I'm enjoying it because I actually have the opportunity to do the things that I'm doing. And I just want to get it done. I just want to get it done. And the most I sit down is when I'm doing these streams. But this is somewhat work. I'm exhausted about it. And I'm like talking and talking and talking. So um, the cost of that mindset is you simply got to get rid of the idea that you just have time upon time, that things are done, that you're comfortable. That's the cost. The cost of everything is understanding that there's a cost to something. Once you find out that you can pay for a lot of the things you guys chase, it'll change your life. Now, I know you're thinking about peace leave, but a lot of times just paying a simple cost and an affordable cost will actually relieve you of a lot of the pressure of, uh, of whatever. Or sometimes you'll go without because there's a cost. And you'll be like, wow, if I just actually was able to afford the cost of that, I could actually re relieve the stress. For instance, having a maid, having a handyman, having somebody caretake you, somebody um, to cook for you, meal prep for you. A lot of times you're like, I would never pay for somebody to meal prep for me. But you eating out at um, you eating out at Chick-fil-A, you eating out at In-N-Out, you don't have a good diet. Your nutrition is bad. You got high cholesterol. You got diabetes. And it's costing you more than the cost of having a meal prepper. See, if you had a meal prepper, this shit would never cost you. You actually have somebody that can take care of your stuff, or you can meal prep yourself if you, if you wanted to. But many times, more people are lazy. Uh, if you look at people, they'll say, I'll meal prep myself. No, you don't. All right? Not on a consistent basis, you don't. But if I work to be able to afford a meal prepper, if I work to be able to afford a, a, a house cleaner, I never have to think about it. Because then I get back the time and also I get the value of having good house cleaning. And people are like, that's, I'll never afford that. Or you're lazy or you're lazy coach. No, I'm not lazy because why would I drag myself down? Look, I'm a high prioritized individual. I'm a higher status male. What do I look like cleaning out a bathtub? What do I look like cleaning out four bathtubs? <laughs> okay, because there are four bathtubs in this house. What do I look like cleaning out four bathtubs? All right, let me take, let me put on my Saturday music. Let me put on my web, uh, my, 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 my wave cap. Let me get my damn sponge. Now, I'm going to have Rosalinda cleaning out this house. Once a week, once every two weeks, Rosalinda's going to handle that. And my ass is going to be working on something that I can go, because by the time I look at it over months, Rosalinda, I'm actually stealing from Rosalinda. Rosalinda's getting pennies on the dollar. Be compared to what I did with the time that I saved cleaning my house. See, these are the things that you have to give up. But you guys will say, well, it's free. It's free for me to clean. But the opportunity cost that you lost and the exhaustion at the end of your cleaning episode allowed you to not even recoup the money or the time that it cost you for cleaning your own place. So for the last three years, I've had a woman or a woman and her team come clean my house every other week. So they clean out the bathtub. I never have to look at my bathtub with the ring around the damn. Oh, man, I need to get to that. I never have to look at my blinds and be like, oh, man, I need to get to that. I never get sick because my blinds or my ceiling fans, you know, you got ceiling fan full of all of that damn dust around every damn fan. 
and it's piled thick full of dust around your ceiling fan, oh, damn, I need to scrape that off. Every time you turn the ceiling fan on, all that damn dust blow around your room and you sick. <coughs> so he says Maria stole from us years ago. Sometimes they'll, sometimes they're going to clip your stuff. So if you, if you, he said guilty. So sometimes you do save the cost. Oh, I'll save the cost and don't do it. But sometimes you look at the opportunity cost and you go, damn, is that worth it? Those are the ideas that you need to give up. Right? And so I look at it and go, Rosalinda costs me $150 every two weeks, $300 a month. And she brings in sometimes another person. She brings in definitely another person. And then sometimes a third person. And for $300 a month, they clean my house spick and span. I'm going, she, <laughs> yo, that is worth it in my mind. So I had to give up the idea of free. It's free for me to do it by myself, but why do I need to do it? Sometimes I have a handyman, even with all of my tools, I have a handyman and I call him over. I'll be like, you come punch holes in these walls and you pick this up and you do that. And I'll have five things for him to do. I need you to do this, 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 and this. When I moved in here, I had a handyman, all right? And I said, I need you to put up four televisions. I need you to put up lighting in the in the um, collection room. I need you to put, I had like four things. Oh, I uh, there was another thing that I had him do. Um, he had to put up, uh, do some electrical work. As soon as he came in, I guarantee you, I didn't pay him over $500 for two times that he came in. And he did all of that work and I didn't have to worry about it. I was actually able to go do something else in the time. And so uh, it's this is these are the things that sometimes you have to do. This is a blue chip mindset. Like you could do it by yourself. And if you're fast and efficient, you could do it by yourself or you could take away, take away opportunity costs in order to do it. And if you're a guy that says, I, I can't afford that. Well, it's either you keep doing it your way or you can actually try to find a way that you can afford it. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway. Where are we at here? We don't have as much time. Where are we at here on this uh, on this notes? We just we're just shooting the shit. Uh, the next thing you have to realize is that sometimes it's lonely or at the top. It's lonely at the top. So yeah, a lot of times uh, you think uh, like, like if you're extra social, if you're an extrovert, if you're an extrovert, you could be a blue chip mindset person. You could be a free agent, but sometimes because you want friendship. You prioritize that over everything else. And one of the criticisms they have, uh, people have, not they, people have about our philosophy is that they'll say, well, what about your friends? What about your social? What about this and that? And a lot of times you'll find that either that person is a extrovert or a woman. Now, let's go back to the beginning. This lifestyle of this mindset, it separates you from 85, 90% of the people. Most of the people that you would associate with Let's just say you're an extrovert and you want to hang out with 20 people. About 17 of the 20 people are lemmings. They're NPCs. They're ham and eggers. There's people that you just wouldn't relate to. I don't relate to these people. Well, I went to my job. I punched in. I punched out. I worked eight hours, but I worked about two and a half hours. And they do this on a repeated basis. I don't get along with people that much that long. And I don't care to socialize with people that long in a party element. Like they could get up. I'm getting nothing back from them. And I'm actually just looking at them like this, like, damn, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, man, that's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like, I can't really, 
relax and socialize with them for a long period of time. For a short period of time, yes. But I'm not going to get all dressed up and put my damn Gucci cologne on and, you know, I'm saying, yeah, I'm not going to put on my nice slippers to go associate with people like that. Because I'm going to just be looking at them with the side eye. So, and a lot of these people also, they're miserable in life. They're misguided, undecided. They have no direction. And so you find yourself counseling these people. So I'll go out and socialize and they'll be like, you know, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying life. Look at me. I got my drink in my hand. And I can read inside. And I'm like, that's a miserable person. Like, this is what you need to be able to feel good. You got to drown yourself in your sorrows. And I'll be looking at them like, damn. And then I find myself over here, moved over here in council with these people. Damn, you seem to have it together. What do you do? And they start asking what I do. And oh, I've been self-employed. Really? Boy, I have some dreams of, would you like to mentor me? What the hell? I ain't here to mentor your ass for free and give you free information. How did you do this? And how did you do that? I'm really having a tough time in life. You know what I mean? I'm seeing a therapist and I'm taking head meds and I need a shrink and my boyfriend left me and we're not fornicating. You find yourself counseling these people. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> he said, breast thinking, they short on money. Oh damn, I'm short on money. I got an eviction notice. Like you see their lives and you're like, man, they look happy. They look like they're partying. They look like they're socializing. But it sounds like misery loves company. So I often find that the cost of me having this mindset, it's not isolation, but I have to have really small, segmented, intentional friends. I got to have small, segmented conversations with many people who are masquerading as happy, who are masquerading as successful, and they're not. But they can drink, and they can party, and they can dance. They seem to be celebrating something mediocrity being average I, I suppose what it, I, I'm trying to never I've never really figured out what they're celebrating but many times they want you to come and celebrate with this and and the cost of living this mindset is you can't celebrate with them you know what I mean you can't celebrate with them the longer you know them the more effed up their lives are going to be and you're like wow and this is a lot of people this is the majority of people here in our country and so unfortunate uh this is why self-help or self-improvement is a popular genre because people that actually have a philosophy and are actually comfortable living in their philosophy, they actually, people actually migrate to them and they go, well, how did you do this? And how did you that do that? And I said, well, I had to eliminate this and eliminate that. I had to eliminate the possibilities. I had to eliminate hope. I had to eliminate socializing for no reason. And I traded my social socializing for networking. Well, you can't network all the time. You got to enjoy life. I enjoy life. But the way you enjoy life is to enjoy life how Ham and Eggers enjoy life. <laughs> right? You go, I need to party on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and celebrate nothing. Instead of celebrate mediocrity. I look at that and say, that's a waste of time. Um, um, that's useless to me. That's not socializing. That's misery loves company. That, that to me, because how many times after 12 a.m. does the bullshit start up, right? The fights, the drama, the arguing, the tears, the drunkenness. Most times I know every time I go out, people have fun right up until 11 o'clock. The whole thing about uh, the dating, the mating dances, the rituals, the dating, the approaching, all of that is miserable to me. I'd be like, man, please. By the time 12 o'clock shows around, the bullshit starts. The posturing, the ego, the bumping in the shoulders, the stepping on shoes. 
the slapping, the, the you know what I mean? The touching, the grazing, the abusing. It, it's the bullshit starts. Right. And I know this for a fact. So I'm rarely going to put myself in that situation. I've done that for years upon years. Very little time, very few times I was rewarded from those experiences. So to me, that's not socializing. To me, that's misery loves company. And they're masquerading as happy, but they're really drowning in their own sorrows. You have to give that up. That's the cost of the blue chip mindset. That's the cost of the free agent lifestyle. You're going out to party on what if. I've already disclosed to you that what if and that hope oftentimes leads to nothing. You were not edified from these experiences. You weren't. And you were hoping you were going to meet a nymphomaniac that was going to change your life. I'm going to go out to the bar. I'm going to get my smell good on. I'm going to get my clothes popping. And I'm going to talk to 50 broads. And hopefully I'm going to meet the nympho that just into me. And she's going to bang my lights out. And you went out 5, 10, 50, 11 times. And it's never happened. <laughs> it ain't never happened. You ain't never met the nympho at the bar. Maybe it happened once. It's happened once to me, a couple of times to me. But overall, it was not going to happen. And I know I, I know to stay my ass at home. Okay, I don't need that. Let me give you one more cost or one more thing that happens uh, because it's lonely at the top. By the way, socializing is, is an extrovert sport and it's a woman's sport. They benefit from socializing. Men, it's a task to socialize many times. So you're not relaxing when you're socializing. Mostly, mostly, unless you have a small network of people or a small group of people. Most of the time when you're in bigger environments, you don't relax. Because you're constantly being distracted and girls got the summer dresses on and asses out and they thighs be out and they feet be out and they titties be jiggling. You ain't relaxing. You socializing. You're like, oh, my God. So you're not relaxing very few times unless you have a group of people. But you're always on guard. You're on guard so you don't get knocked the fuck up that night. Right? You know, you got to posture and walk through and look at this guy. And he bumped me and he's looking at me and he's talking to my girl. and. He <laughs> Sound like I'm on guard, you know what I mean? And I got to pull this outfit out. I got to wear that, and I got to be popping. I got to get my lineup and my fresh cut and my just for men. Man, that sounds like a whole damn a lot of work, and that's not going to uh, return very much uh, back in. You know, you got to check your wallet and your credit card. You got to make sure you don't get robbed. You got to make sure you got enough money on your credit card to buy drinks and have fun. Guys, it costs a lot of money to go out. It ain't free to go out, is it? It ain't free to go outside. Like my boy said, the dude spent $5,000 worth of, in drinks and clubs, and he came up empty. Let's do some uh, cash apps and PayPal's. Sometimes you got to in life. Let me just, this, this is a secret. In life, take away the possibilities of what happens because the possibilities are so small. The possibilities of what you want to happen is so small when you leave it up to chance that many times you can eliminate that and be very happy. You know what I mean? You can be like, okay, hope is, a, hope is not a strategy. But when you try to leave everything to chance, you're oftentimes going to be disappointed. When you make things intentional and live intentionally and you make intentional steps, you actually save time and you actually make things happen because you were intentional about them. Get rid of hope and make things intentional. And you're going to get it. It's going to happen. 
but some of the things that in fantasy land aren't going to happen. If I want some info, I know how to find them. Uh, what PUAs sell you and dating coaches sell you is chance. And they'll say, well, if you don't take the chance, if you don't play, it's like the lotto. If you don't play, you can't win. No, that's not how life works. Intentional. I intend for this outcome. And thus, I'm going to take the steps and live intentionally. And this is going to happen. All right. Where are we at here? Did I get Donald? He says chase purpose and money first. Women come easily. Women are a byproduct of an intentional life lived. They're a byproduct. But you guys are going to say, well, I don't get the top models and I don't get all the women. You weren't supposed to get all the women. You weren't supposed to get all the women. How many times, how many women do you need in your life? Gosh, I, I hate getting distracted by this. How many women do you need in your life? Because you guys are greedy. You guys are absolutely greedy. Greedy. I've heard people say I've had, I've banged 99 women. I want to bang 150. For what? Like, why? So you can bang a number of women? What is it going to get you? What is it likely to get you? Guys, you can put the number as hard, as high as you want it. You're not going to get satisfied. There's no, there's no satisfaction when it comes to women. Okay. Well, I want a threesome with one. Okay, go get a threesome. And tell me you're satisfied at the end. You're going to bust. And then you're going to be back to wanting another one. <laughs> That's what you're going to be like. You're going to be like, okay, that was great. Now I need three. Now I need four. Now I need five. It's endless. You can, you can chase this dragon if you want to. Even if you had a rotation. And we talked about this. One is too close to none. Okay, so you get two girls in your rotation. Now what? Okay, put three in there. Now what? Now put four. I bet you you got a headache. I bet you shuffling. I bet you scrambling. Okay, put five in your rotation. Are you still happy? No, because you're going to want six. <laughs> and then the six you got ain't enough. You're going to see a seventh one. Well, I want one like that. I want a Latina. I want a. I want an Asian chick. I want a plain Jane white girl. I want a sister. You're going to start mixing and mashing. You're not going to be satisfied for it. I'm telling you, you chase that dragon. You trace, try to chase that satisfaction, you will never be satisfied. I'm just letting you know. You jump on seeking arrangements and the junior college girls start coming down to on you like it's a feeding frenzy. You're like, God dang, I've never had this much options in my life. And they're going to be slanging it at you. Can I meet you today? I'm short on rent. Can I meet you today? I need to pay for my biology textbooks. I need some jasmine rice. I'm hungry. I need to take a gas. And you're going to be like, let me get it all, baby. Yeah, baby. You'd be like this. You're going to be like, let me get it all. You're going to look at your bank account and you're going to say, damn, I need to slow down. You can't have them all. <laughs> can't have them all, bro. You're going to be limited. You're going to run out of money. So what I'm telling you guys is that that dragon that you're chasing is greed and it's lust. Sure, you need to get that venom out. But at some point, you got to look at yourself and you got to say, I can't live the little wing song. I wish I can F every girl because you can't. You don't even have the time to do it. You don't have time to do it. 
And not only that, if you were given the time to do it, you wouldn't accomplish anything else in life. You wouldn't, especially if you're under 32, you wouldn't be able to accomplish anything else in life. So I'm looking at it going, at some point, you got to be like, all right, I'm satisfied enough. Let me get back to what's important. Because if you did have the chance to give every girl some salami, you wouldn't even be able to do it physically. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to do it. You'd be like, God dang, it will become a job. And so then you say, all right, let me bring my rotation down. Let me be satisfied with five. Let me be satisfied with four. I'll be satisfied with three. All right, two. One is the loneliest number. Okay, monk mode. Clear the deck. Restart. Get back to intentional lifestyle. That's what the free agent lifestyle is about. It was never about ability to get women. It's about putting them in their proper priority and perspective. Uh, Galloway says, but a grill, he says, buy a grill and stop microwaving everything. Yes, for sure. A micro, well, I won't get into that. But uh, get a grill, learn how to cook, learn how to cook five dishes. All right, you don't have to learn how to cook everything. Learn how to cook five things and be satisfied with that. It's okay. You don't have to eat gourmet meals. Uh, eating out will ruin your budget. Not women. Eating out outside will ruin your budget and it will ruin your waistline. I actually have to get back into shape myself because I've been, you know, working very hard and trying to focus on other things and family and moving and all these things. Yeah, man, I could get into better shape and I've been eating outside the house. So that's going to ruin your waistline and your budget. Where are we at? Mike Hawk. <laughs> he says grid electricity is now a luxury go solar. Grid electricity is now a luxury go solar. All right. Those are those are advanced level techniques living off uh, solar. Shout out to Julius. He says, I'm a mechanic. Girls love men with tools. Hashtag the nasty boys. Uh-huh. They love men with tools. Um, if you can fix something, you move right up the chart. Right. Um, you know, we all think women love money and only that. That's it. There are some straggle daggles that that's their bottom line because they're. They have a broke mindset and they're always short. You know, they always blow their load. They never really budget. Right. And so first in a month come around and oh, I got to have a man that knows. It. OK, yeah. But uh, a fix it guy does have great value. Great value mechanics and and um people who can work around houses, carpenters and that you have great, great value. Boob says, let's sell out. And get our teeth fixed. All right. Shout out to everybody selling out here, getting their teeth is fixed. Not looking, running around here looking like a piranha. Just sad. All right. Uh, that's going to be a priority. Let's get your teeth fixed. For some reason, I can't get into my PayPal now. Oh, there we go. If you have kids, get braces on them. They don't need braces. I grew up without braces, coach. They don't need braces in life. It's it's uh it's a thing, man, that gives you a significant advantage in America. In America, this is an American thing. If you live in the UK, I don't know if that's that very important. Braces, but here in America, you set yourself apart based on your tifus. <laughs> KS was spot on with holding the stream up over not hitting the like button. Yes, he was. He was the originator of that. He was like, "I'm gonna hold y'all hostage. You won't hit that like button." And he says, demand your worth, coach. Most viewers don't support. At least 
you could do, the least you could do is hit the like button. And I'm in favor for the tactic moving forward. Yeah, absolutely, man. And a lot of you guys, you know, we the support that we get is from a small minority of men that are keeping this message going. A lot of people are getting it for free. Uh, there's a funny meme of people that are like, oh, man, I won't do this. I can get all of this. I can learn it all on YouTube. Well, what ends up happening is you never apply. And the, the guy is a skeleton waiting to learn everything about life on YouTube, right? Sometimes you got to get to the application process and the trial and error process and the, the, the success and failure process. Because you can have all the information here, but you don't apply it and you don't pass or fail. You don't learn by trial, trial by uh, fire. Doesn't matter. Kaylin Ferguson, what's up, coach? I was watching Fresh and Fit last night. Shout out to them. And a girl who admitted to having a one-night stand is making her current guy wait a month for them to have sex. And he says, my issues with 304 is their consistency. If she had a one-night stand before, shouldn't her guy, her current guy, get something similar? Well, in theory, yes. But if women acted like men, all right, none of us would get any work done. We'd all fornicate and be out of energy. So here's the deal. How to understand women. Women learn by bumping their head just like men. And so they'll learn by mistakes. They'll learn. They say, oh, I gave my peace leave away to this one guy and I didn't get anything back. I maybe got some pleasure or whatnot. But eventually what happens is as she ages, she raises her value. She raises the price of everything, which is counterintuitive to great logic. It's actually doesn't make sense to men. This is not how we look at their value. We look at their value as um, their youth, their beauty. Not only that, their fertility, and then how many times they've been ran through. That's how men look at women, and it will never change. I don't care. I don't care what women do and modern women and how they do it. That's how we evaluate them, and that's what it is. So in their logic, as they learn who they are and they become more confident, they believe that the mistakes that they made, they basically can say, we're going to wash that all the way, and I'm going to raise my value as I age and lose fertility and lose beauty by the day. And then as I lose my, um, as I lose my uh, virtuousness and my cleanliness, I'm going to raise the value. Well, what men in the past did, what men in the past did is we had terms for these people. Now, today, we can't have terms to these people because it's labeled as shaming or ju a judgment. Let me give you a few terms. Damaged goods. Can't turn a 304 into a housewife. Um, there's a couple of other terms here. Um, 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 oh, um, I I'm missing the term here. Spinster, old maid. <laughs> we had terms for them to basically say, oh, that person, her worth isn't there anymore. But now our society has changed that and younger men don't know what these words mean. She been ran through or, uh, she's in these streets. These are all terms that we would say, okay. Her value should be less. But in our society now, they raise the value. I've learned who I am and my past don't matter and where the good men and I don't get. Leftover. Shame you. So this is how men evaluate it. And women don't have to agree, but this is how men are going to look at them. And some men get fooled. Oh, they still have value. And then you find out they don't. And the best thing that has happened for women is that the miracles of modern science has allowed them to preserve their age, preserve their looks, 
right? They could actually disguise themselves and use witchcraft and trickery. We've gone over streams about this and basically disguise themselves from who they really are and hide things, uh, which we call masks, mascaras, and um, um, concealment, concealer. These things conceal and hide these things. So you won't see it and you're mesmerized by beauty and then you will go for it and then find out, oh boy. But this is what happens and this is how men learn. And once you realize it, you can actually go out there and you'll see it right away. You'll go, oh yeah, she's got a nice pretty face. But I can see right here, the makeup ends and their stretch marks probably are down at the other end. And I can find that out relatively quick and move on with life. But most men cannot. And they hope that once they unwrap the package, that it's what they want and it's not. And most men are disappointed. And in this case, this woman can say, I can have one night stands in my past. Okay. But these men should value me. I can make this guy wait. I can be celibate. And most guys will fall for that. But I tell you, don't fall for some of that. If she wants to be celibate, well, I'll buy a bit. How much, how much does it cost? How much is it going to cost you? Now, you'll say she's tricking you or you're, she's, yeah, she's tricking you and you're a trick. And I'll say the little bit of peanuts that she's about to get for the only thing that she has, she'll have to do this 10,000 times to even make it in life. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. In order for me to replace what I lost to get from her only valuable thing, I'll have to do an hour worth of work, maybe two. That's all she had. And in this marketplace, that's all <laughs> that's all she has. All right. Well, what if she has this and she guys, there's not many women that can change my life for the better on earth i don't care how rich she is you know what i mean she could be rich and wealthy i still believe she can't do nothing for me because i don't need her money number one her money would i, I can use it but i don't need it and i know what that comes as a cost i really she can't help me uh, money is not a swing money's not a thing that's going to swing women women because i have a different mindset i'm in a blue chip mindset my blue chip mindset doesn't depend on women buying me stuff or supporting me. There's not much she can do. And if she can't birth any children for me or I don't want her to birth children for me, what can she do for me? Most of the time it's going to be a bill. She's going to be a massive bill or a massive time suck. And if she's not in my life enough time wise, why do I need her? I'm I'm trying to really get 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 this understanding. Most most people aren't, but I can make use of you. I can definitely make use of you. <laughs> and it will be pennies on the dollars. It will be pennies on the dollars compared to This is just the modern context of the relationship. Mr. Norris says, I see nothing in the Bible about marriage at all being about love, although it does say love your wife as you would do Christ or Chiefs, as we call them over here, because 
We don't want to offend the other spiritual people here. Also, not once was the government involved in getting folks married. This is true. He says, look what happened when Abraham got a wife from his son, Isaac, and it was not about love. All right. So the Bible is a great source for you guys, whether you believe it or not, to try to get an understanding of what's up. There's also other things that don't appear in the Bible um, that I was thinking about that I was going to talk about. But one slips my mind primarily. But you see more polygamy, polygyny in the Bible than anything else. Multiple relationship, concubines and harems. And of course, when we get to the New Testament, it was about monogamy and whatnot. Because the clergy was behind one marriage and building communities and such, right? We were population growth. But uh, the government wasn't involved in marriage. Now it is. The government wasn't involved in marriage probably up until the 1920s, if I'm not mistaken. I have to do my research. So once the government got involved, it became more of a business than it is about love. And marriage is not about love. It's about business. Uh, and you find that out after the love leaves. When you have no more love in your marriage, you find out it's a big business. <laughs> it's a big old fat business. Let me do two more. Deadly Ellie, I appreciate you, man. We're going to have to up your, <laughs> we gonna have to up your uh, contributions, man. But I know it's hard for everybody else. Let me do one more last time. Harold L. says, uh, I'm an iron, a union iron worker, and I still need more tools. Man, it gets rough out there. Most men are woefully unprepared. Talking about, quote, women need to submit. And he says, I'm like, chick, you can't even change a flat tire for the dudes out here. What the F does she, uh, do she got to act right when your dumbass can't even install basic two-screw doorknobs? <laughs> oh, my God. He says, okay, rant over. He says, shout out to you and the coach gang, Victory Lab. P.S. I keep a Leatherman all in one at all times. Also keep a powerful magnet. Oh, a powerful magnet. That's a good one. He says, attach the flashlight to the jammy. Well, actually on my Glock, I actually have a light on my Glock where I can use it on my fingers. But um, it's not also something that you want to have on your Glock because if you're in darkness, you actually tell them where you are. <laughs> so when you flash them, I'll Obviously, you hope to blind them and actually can trigger a flashing light on my Glock, on my Glock 17. But um, but many times, if you're in darkness, if you in, if you put the light on, you basically tell them where you are. <laughs> so it's one of those funny things. So, yes, you can have if you don't want to have one of those can have a flashlight attached to it, too. Yeah. So like you're hiding. Let me put the flashlight on. There your ass is. Clap, clap. Or right, you're like, damn, I gave my damn location away. But uh, shout out to my tool brothers out here doing that hard, laborious work. Shout out to the laborers out there. We got a lot of blue collar people in the building. And let us show you some real work while I get back on track here. <laughs>
All right, you better work, chick. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. By the way, those guys on those rigs be making six figures. All right, those guys that were doing that work somewhere in the middle of Midland, Odessa, Texas, somewhere on the oil rig, those are six-figure guys. A lot of men and a lot of women will actually overlook guys like that. Those guys will have families, though. They'll have families. They'll live like kings in Odessa, Texas. <laughs> Shout out to everybody in Odessa. So those guys make six figures doing that job. All right, you'll lose an arm, and you will have to knock a dude out. All right, you'll have to knock a dude out. You ever see that show? There was a show called Gold Rush or Oil. I can't remember what it was. And them dudes uh, uh, work like that. They'll go to a bar or hunky-tonk. And they'll have to knock a dude out. Mm. Uh, we don't use the chains anymore, though. No more chains. Okay. Yeah, man. The chains will cut your damn arm off, man. But those guys like that make six figures. I knew a dude in Wyoming. He was 20. 23 and he worked on um he worked on the 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 i can't even never remember what they're called but the um was it the turbine what is the little big ass energy turbine what is it called yeah turbine or is a turbine engine at the top of uh of the <laughs> i keep calling it the big ass ceiling fan <laughs> What is it called, man? Anyway, hold on for a second. Let me pull it up because I'm looking for. I'm looking funny right now. Yeah, the wind turbine. Wind turbine. Let me put it up for you guys, so for you don't want to know what I'm talking about here, so I can get back to the point. And so this is what he worked on right here: the windmill. Windmill. Sometimes a word slips my mind. <laughs> windmill. So he would work on these right here, and some of these are so big. I don't know if you guys know. Like this is a big piece of machinery, right? And so he, some of these have elevators in them, depending on how big they are. And so you go all the way to the top and you go up there and you work on the turbine, you work on the engine. Like these things are humongous and they have engines to them. So you could go all the way up to a certain point, like this guy right here. So he's inside, see right there, there's an elevator or there's a ladder or something like that. You go all the way to the top and you're working in the turbine right there. You're working on the right there. So this is what happens. Yeah. These things are humongous. So this dude was 23. He was making like 180 a year. He was making bank, cashing in. But you know what I mean? He lived on the road. He would have to take his truck and go all the way down because there's like so many wind turbines, right? So he would have to go four hours away to this wind turbine, four hours away to that wind time. But he made money. He was like this. He was like this. I got money. <laughs> And he was like, man, he told me what to do. He was like, on a windy day, I'll go up the shaft and all of this stuff. Pause. Somebody said, no, thank you. So, yeah, man, sometimes uh, making money in this country will require you to do some work. I know a lot of people want to make six figures doing the same thing you have been doing all your life. And one of these days, I'm going to be flipping burgers. And then I'll jump the fries. And then I'll be making six figures. Nope. <laughs> It don't work like that. When you make six figures, you're going to be less. You're going to have less time. More than likely, you'll have less time to work with. You'll have less energy because you're working, grinding. 
You're not working 40 hours a week anymore. Maybe when you get older, you'll work 40 hours a week. Not anymore. You're working 40, 50, 60, Saturday, Sunday. And I want you guys to understand. Uh, man, damn, my line changed. When you work, when you're grinding and trying to make money, and people are like, you work on Saturdays and Sundays, that tells you how lost people are, right? I'd be like, yes, I work Saturdays and Sundays. What? You think I'm not working? You think I have a time where I could just sit around and take two, two and a half days off? Two and a half days off. When? I don't remember ever taking two and a half days off. If I did, it was once in about 40 weeks. You working every day. Not, and you're working holidays. It don't matter if you're getting extra time and a half. You're working. What? Now, if you don't want to do this, and you're all, I can find a way to do it and not do all that work. Okay. <laughs> Those are very few and far between. Let me tell you how crazy it is where you don't get it. People are like, you work on Saturdays and Sundays. Okay, turn on a football game. Turn on ESPN pregame show. Turn on a basketball game. Are they working on Saturdays, Sundays? Are the people selling peanuts working Saturdays and Sundays? Are the people setting up the lights and the cameras working on Saturdays and Sundays? Are the people announcing the game working on Saturdays and Sundays? They're working when you're not working. And they were working all day before that. And then the tip-off happened at 7 o'clock at night, and their ass is working till 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 10.30, 10.30, 11. And they're interviewing the players at 11.30 and 12, and your ass sitting up there in your drawers with your hands down your pants. And these people were working. Not only were they working at night, they started work at six in the morning. They worked at 18 hour day. People work on Saturdays and Sundays. And those people worked on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday too. I'm just letting you know. So this idea, I'm, I'm just actually, I'm always flabbergasted. They like, you work Saturdays and Sundays too? What? And it's not about just working and grinding for no reason. It's when you have something that's working, you don't mind doing the work. It's just a part of the process. It's a part of the process, bro. So if you aren't where you need to work, uh, need to be, shit, you need another damn grind. Because if you think you're going to take off Friday night, Saturday day, Saturday night, Sunday day, Sunday night, you in the wrong damn you in the wrong damn episode. I would never <laughs> somebody said, nah, sleep is essential. My sacrifice were my friends. So there you go. You you gotta make a sacrifice. This is what the cost is. I sleep well, but I sleep between the hours of 9 30 p.m. or that's my off time. I don't work, I don't come into office at 9 30 after nine o'clock, really. That's my off time. Nine o'clock to 5 30. No work. I'm not going to be up here and then do the show, run through the day. I'm off from 9.30 p.m. to 5.30 a.m. Once 5.30 a.m. comes, I'm back to work. It's work time. So then people don't say, so I get my sleep. I'm not a guy that goes without sleep. But I don't let people take away my sleep because a lot of people who don't have a good life, they actually up at 11.30 trying to figure out their life. I sleep well because my life is well figured out. I got it figured out. I got what I'm going to do and I got what I ain't going to do. So I get sleep. But 
I don't let people distract me at um, 945. Hey, what you doing? Hey, can I come over? No, you cannot. <laughs> we need to wrap this up by 930, 945. You need to be getting out of the door. Um, I already saw, talked about Tierra Mac, Haitian playboy. I talked about him yesterday or her yesterday or it. He keeps saying it block his ass. I already talked about her yesterday. What you doing? 930, 945. Maybe I'll come over. Hmm. 1130. Now nah, I'll see you tomorrow. Mm. And then you waiting for her. You didn't jump in the shower while you were texting her. Oh, maybe she's going to come over. Let me go. You didn't got your manscape out and you didn't cleaned off your balls. And she distracted you. Oh, yeah. All she wanted was some attention. And she took her ass back to sleep. Or she went to the next dude. And now she got your ass waiting. And she got your damn libido up. I stopped doing that a long time ago. I leave my phone off. I don't answer your text after 9.30 p.m. I'm not waiting for the possibilities of you to come over. No. Because I know it's going to be a waste of my damn time. If your ass ain't leaving the house at 9.45, it's too damn late to start. <laughs> All right, too damn late to start. You need to be wrapping this shit up by 945. Not starting. Not starting to the possibility of coming over. Nope. So I'll wake up at 530 and I'll text your ass back early in the morning. Ping, ping. Why you text me so early? You straggle daggle. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, let me do a couple more costs. All right. So we got lonely at the top. Everything has a cost. Everything has a cost. An opportunity cost, a direct cost, or whatever. There's no free. You're going to work long hours. You're going to work long hours. If you want to make it, if you don't want to make it, or you think you're going to work less hours, you will work less over hours over time, right? Especially if you can afford people to do the work for you. Uh, but um, the idea of having two and, a day, two and a half days off every week, it's just not a concept that I can see happening, right? Social hour is the things that I'll give up, socializing. Oh, access service. Uh, people have to understand that um, many times, like if you're working long hours, you don't have the opportunity to do everything for yourself. So as a person that is living this mindset, you will have to, you'll be required to serve. So a lot of people will say, I'll just keep it all to myself. Well, time's not going to afford that. So you will be paying for things. You will be paying directly for services, right? There was times where I was doing grocery deliveries and all these things because I just don't have the time to be going to the grocery store. Uh, this is times where things where women were valuable to men. And a woman would say, well, if you don't have time to do that, I'll do these things for you to make your life easier. See, ladies and gentlemen, a woman shall make your life easier and your salami harder. That would be her purpose for a man. But if she finds her own purpose, meaning she wants to have her own career, her own job, which I, I'm totally happy with. You go do that. She wants to fly herself to Paris. She wants to have her own degree. Well, then I will rent you by the hour. I will lease you. I will lease you for what you have. I will not house you. I will not support you. I will not commit to you. But I will make use of you in the only use I find necessary. This is how I live, but because she's going to make my life harder and my salami softer. That woman is if I commit to a person like that. But in my world, I say if if she's not making my life easier and my salami harder, she's just not going to have much worth for me. In that instance, 
if, if there's no woman available to do that, then I can pay somebody for these services. I can pay somebody to walk my dog if I wanted to. Not that I want to be doing this, but there's women who don't do this for their man, but they do it for a job. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? A lot of the things that they won't do for you, they'll do for a paycheck and not a big one at that. All the way down to sex. They'll, there's dog walkers, most of them women. There's women at Subway making sandwiches, but they'll never make a sandwich for their man, but they'll make hundreds of sandwiches a day at Subway. There's women that will clean your house, but they won't even, they'll complain about cleaning your house up and down in your relationship. And they'll ask you to join into the proceedings, but I can pay this woman $300 a month and she'll clean it spick and spam with a smile on her face. Her job barely making a damn dime. She can't even survive off her job. She got to turn tricks. To make her income. She got to go on dates and dinner dates. She's got to hope for her relationships. So she can survive financially. But she's independent. But she's doing the very things. For the world and other men. That she won't do for you. I find this absolutely mesmerizing. But once you get to the point. Where you're doing acts of service for people. You no longer have to have a commitment. relationship. And then ask her to do these things. And then her tell you her. She'll tell you. So I could focus on my career. Hey, focus on your career, baby. But I'll lease you by the hour. But you can't live here. Right? You can't live here. But a lot of girls are independent. But they're also turning tricks. Or they're dating. Or they're trying to get married. Or a relationship. And they're still working outside for the other world. But you as a man... Once you get to this point, the cost of it is you can't do everything. You can't be the guy that's going to be the grinder, the hustler, and the guy that's going to fix every light bulb and the guy that's going to, you know, uh, uh, fix everything around the house. You got to be able to have access service and then include other people and then reward them, reward them for their ability to do things. So access service are big. But Realize that uh, your acts of service should not be empty. You should not be giving service to someone and they're giving you nothing in return. Like commitment. Commitment allows her to negotiate daily on what she is and not going to do. All right. So the last cost is you get your priority straight. I always tell you about the story where my I was a sophomore in track. And uh, I was fooling around in practice. We were working on coming out of the blocks and a senior was working with me. And I remember to this day, like it was yesterday, I was fooling around. And he was like, man, you know what? If you want to keep your spot, you got to get your priorities straight. You don't have your priorities straight. And as a man, look at yourself. Are your priorities straight? Are your priorities straight? Like, do you have things in order? Can your life be put into chaos immediately? Yes. I mean, most of us, yes. But a lot of us don't have our priorities straight, right? We're living with our mom, but we're trying to be a Mac. You're living with your mom, but you're trying to learn how to run game. That is bad priorities. We all got to look at ourselves. Sometimes my priorities get out of whack. But I'm pretty diligent at this point. I'm pretty diligent. I mean, there's sometimes I, you know, let some things lead me astray, but very rare. Are you trying to be six figures and not put in any work? Your priorities are not straight, right? You're not going to, many people might look upon that where you just making six figures and what do you call it? Making money in your sleep. Not many people can do that. You know what I mean? I, I'm really being honest with you. You're like, I'll find a way. Okay. But it's not that easy as, as easy as people make it out to be.
you got to have your priorities straight. And a lot of guys don't. And a lot of guys are hoping and wishing things will happen. Now, nah, man, you really got to attack these things. And then the other things will become easier. Okay. The other things will become really, really easy. Even women will become easy. They'll become easier. Um, if you've ever talked to a woman, a bisexual woman, you'll get perspective on women really quick. And I've hung around with a lot of bisexual women, like, you know, work in athletics. Bisexual women will make you understand that the problem is in you, that they're, that women are complicated just to deal with. So a bisexual woman is a woman that likes both men and women. And sometimes they want a man. Sometimes they want a woman. And sometimes they'll put themselves out there on dating apps and all of these things to deal with women. And they'll be like, women are complicated. They're complicated people to deal with, right? They beat around the bush. They know what you're trying to get. You're trying to get that sweet, sweet, sweet sugary walls. But they won't acknowledge it. And they'll make you jump around the hoops and beat around the bush to even bring it up. Well, I tell you right from the rip. I want them three sugary walls. What you going to do? I, I, I got baby. Okay, bye. <laughs> this is what this is about. All right, what do you need to do? What's your bottom line? What do I need to meet? What criteria do I need to meet? If it's too high, I'm going to say that's outside of the bounds of what I'm willing to do. And that just not that does not include money. That includes how much time I'm going to have to invest. What you want? What's your end game? Do you want a relationship? Do you just want to hit it and quit it? Do you just want to have fun? Do you want to be friends with benefits? Get down to the bottom line. You know why I'm here. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm not here to be your companion, your best friend, your homie lover friend. I'm not. What do you want? And what is the bottom line? Well, your bottom line's too high. I'm not willing to meet that. Okay, next. <laughs> When you guys are able to do that, that, it becomes easier to deal with them. And many women are trying to figure themselves out. Many times you will figure out that they're willing to negotiate a bottom line. They'll get to a bottom line if you're direct with them. Look, what do you want? These are the three options for you that I'm willing to do. Do you want, do you want guidance, mentorship, bedroom fun, dinners? What do you want? Money? Well, since you put it that way. I am a little short on rent, so I'll come see you for X amount of dollars. And you say, okay, well, that's not what I'm willing to pay. That's a little bit above the what I'm willing to pay for this. So it's a little bit of an overreach. See you later. Mm. Or they'll say, I would just want mentorship. I just want to hang around. I just want attention. I want to be spoiled. I want to take it out on real dinner dates. What do you want? I want a relationship. I want a long term. I want friends with benefits. What do you want? That's how I lead into it. I do the old, I do the whole, hey, how you doing? What's your name? What's your life like? What are you looking to do? And then I lead into what is your bottom line? What do you want? Well, I want a committed long-term relationship. Well, that's a little bit of an overreach. <laughs> I'm not going to give you that. And I'm not going to promise you that. I don't want to promise you that at this particular point. Could it be down the line? Possibly. Well, I'm not going to get myself unless I get a commitment. Okay, well, good. Well, have a nice day. <laughs> and then I'm going to tell you whatever happens. I'm going to tell you what happens after that. You know what they're going to do? You're going to tell they ass to have a nice day and give it a day or two. They'll reach back out to you. Like 50% of them will reach right back out to you. Hey, uh, so I was considering what you were talking about. 
or they'll say, hey, um, wait for you to respond. They'll come right back. Why? Because you were direct. You were down to the bottom line. You didn't have time to waste. They're going to say, well, at least the guy. Well, I know I overreached last time, but I'm willing to. <laughs> they reach right back out. He says, I'll have a live-in by 2026. Now, I'll have a live-in made before I have a living girlfriend. A living girlfriend is a waste of resources. And I know that because I have my priority streets. A, a living girlfriend is a waste of resources. All right, I'm basically overpaying. Unless she works for me or she got a cam girl business in the next bedroom and I'm getting all the money or she running OnlyFans that I'm the director of, what the hell would she do for me? That, that is that's a complete waste of time and money. I just don't see it. And it actually would mess up my opportunity, right? It would mess up every opportunity I have. Why? Because she'd be in there. You're, you're streaming just a little too long. I want to see you. I miss you. No, hell no. <laughs> the opportunity cost would be just too, uh, too much to give up. I mean, my production would go away. My, you know, my preparation would go away. Oh, just, just lay down with me, cuddle for 15 more minutes. You ever have those? I, I know you got to go to work, but just, just, just lay down with me for 15 minutes. Dude, when my alarm hits and women have been in my house, my alarm hits, I don't give you no attention until you're ready, packed up, and dressed. I will hop out of bed and start doing my routine. If you grab me to say lay down for 15 more, get off of me. I don't know who you are until you got all your clothes on, holding your bag, and say, I'm leaving now. Okay, good. Have a nice day. Thanks for coming. Yeah, I'll, I'll connect with you when I can. I turn you completely off. You're not even there. <laughs> You're not even there. And it's better if you left the night before so I could get a damn good night's sleep. So, but these are my priorities. Not everybody can live this life. You know what I mean? Not everybody can do it this way. Just lay down for two more times. Just sleep in just a little bit with me. Just hold me. Nope. I'm out. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm not built that way. Collect all your garments. Make sure you, oh, I saw... I saw something. I saw something you left on the bathroom sink. Did you get that? Okay, you did. Okay, good. He says, yeah, savage mode. You got to be kind of, I think the the direct, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Alan Roger Curry, a ARC. He was on to something with this direct method. Now, I wouldn't do exactly what he's doing, meaning I wouldn't go up and tell women in person because that gets kind of weird in a social media context. You know what I mean? They get scared and undecided and they can play the victim but i found that getting directly to the point has helped me and most of the time you've lost nothing guys if they don't want to meet where you are you just say fine dude there's another 15 minutes another woman's gonna be there you'll never run out of women you'll never run out of it they're gonna be another one and there's going to be another one just as broke. There's going to be another one just as lonely. There's going to be another one just as horny. Another one just as desperate. Another one just as needy of a relationship. Every damn day, there's another one. 
and I give away very little when they're giving nothing back in return. Shout out to, we're going to call you SW. He says, paying tuition coach. This is Strife XL. He says, finally purchased the free agent lifestyle. I'm staying on the course. Appreciate you, Strife XL. Thank you, sir, for getting that book. Who we got here? We're going to call you, uh, this is government names. Jose says, this confirms what you always said about tattoos. And um, let's see here. I can't click on the link, unfortunately. But it says here, uh, people who report child abuse and neglect more likely to have tattoos and piercings, according to a study. Guys, this is another thing about living intentionally and not living by chance. If you go with a tattoo person, not men, I'm talking about women. If you go with a woman that has tattoos, this person more likely than not have experienced trauma beyond what you'll ever hear her admit to. She'll never admit it. She will hide and disguise it. It's an L. Unless she, I mean, even if you do a quickie with one, it's a fabulous L. No person, no woman in their right mind is going to inflict that type of abuse on a repeated basis without being traumatized significantly. You're basically putting, you're rolling the dice. He said they are freaking the bedroom. Yes. You know why? Because they're disconnected. They're, they're, they're already gone and they have massive amount of experiences with a lot of men. They're giving you clear indications and signs that they're dangerous. Animals in nature show how dangerous they are based on the colors they, 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 that they display. And then particularly for women, for them to cross that line. Now, if they, did, if they did military service or something like that, then I can see. You know what I mean? They did military service. They were part of a motorcycle gang or something like that. But many times it's an initiation into gangbanging. It's an initiation into degradation. It's an initiation. But I often say it ain't even worth the quickie. Unless you in a hotel out of town, <laughs> you way the hell out of town, all right, in a hotel room where no tell motel, and you can get out of there, pack your damn four tourists, and drive the hell up out of there after you done. He says military girls get ran through. Yes, they do. That's what I'm saying. I could tell if a military girl has a tattoo. It would make sense. But what I'm saying is when it comes to people with tattoos, God dang. I mean, I don't know if there's any bigger red flag than that. It's a huge red flag. I mean, you're ignoring, you're asking for it. <laughs> Especially when they're young, you'd be like, oh man, you've been through some trauma. And sure damn enough, if you ask long enough, they'll tell you the trauma they've been in. You're rolling the dice. And then they got on their neck. You know what I mean? Like, why visibly? Why on your neck? Like, if you know the history of that person. We did, I did a whole stream talking about discreet, the difference between a woman with discreet tattoos, small tattoos, like a little whale print, you know, on their calf or on their foot. Foot tattoos, I mean, come on. But there's a lot of guys that like women with tattoos. But I think the point you're missing is, I'm not saying they're, they're not going to be good in bed. I'm not saying that they're, um, 
I, I'm saying that they're red flags. It's a walking red flag. And yeah, if it's on their chest in any form, you're asking for it. <laughs> this person financially is on her, on a limb. I mean, their finances are probably wrecked at that point. Anyway, this is a judgment zone. I'm telling you, you're asking for it. Shout out to No Name. He says, I'm 40. Just moved to Tampa. No debt or kids and family recently guilting me for being successful. Like I'm supposed to downplay myself to make them feel better. That's why I stay to myself and don't announce my successes. Uh, you'll find that your family is the most jealous people in your life. Unfortunately, not, not necessarily jealous to your detriment, but family can be dangerous to you because often, more oftentimes than not, um, especially, you know, for many of us, you're the most successful person financially known in your family or educationally. And then they'll start saying, well, you don't need all that to be happy. But can you loan me something? Can I hold something? Let me hold something. Um, I don't think I have jealous family members. Typically, what your family members will do, and knowing this because I've worked in several forms of sales and marketing, is your family will become distant with you. And that more times often than not, they won't support you as you think they will support you. Some family will, many family members won't. And so you'll say, oh, I sell real estate now, or I sell insurance now. Help me out. Uh, loan me some business. Refer me some business. Become one of my clients. Uh, you know, you do something, something like that, right? I'm a personal trainer now. Sign up with me. More often than not, your family will become distant from you. They'll go. And they'll say, hmm. And because they don't want you to sell to them, right? And so sometimes you won't get off out of the blocks with your business and you'll have to do another sales job. And then you'll have to announce to them on Facebook, hey, I do this sales job now. Oh, look at him. He failed at that first sales job. He ain't gonna make it with this one either. And I'm not gonna support him either. So then they'll become less likely to support you as you're going through something because they don't want to be sold. Unfortunately, that's where your family makes a mistake because at some point you'll catch on. Some Something's going to work. And then if you keep trying and something starts working, then you'll start getting the, you'll start getting the, the things that make you successful, right? And they'll start saying, hey, it looks like you're doing well. And then you'll say, screw you. I needed your help when I was selling insurance back in the day and you didn't buy no damn policy. And you'll have a chip on your shoulder related to your family, right? Or they'll say, oh, you think you all that because you are successful now. And they'll be at your detriment, right? They'll be the first one to throw dirt on your name. They'll be the first one. Oh, he used to pee in the bed when he was nine years old. <laughs> uh, to try to ruin your rep and your credibility. But not always. But uh, sometimes the, the, the biggest indicator is they'll be silent towards you they'll be least likely to interact with you socially or social media wise because they're just kind of looking. Uh, but the biggest compliment is when they try to mimic you and they'll say, oh, he was successful in this, so I'll be successful in that. And it doesn't work out for them. And that can induce jealousy, right? Oh, man. <laughs> Somebody says, yeah, I heard that all that for sure. Yeah. Uh, your immediate family can be very jealous of you. Uh, I encourage you guys to not have jealous women in your life. So um, if you have jealous wives, 
Get rid of them. Competitive, jealous women or wives or girlfriends, get rid of them. They're going to be a significant detriment, and they'll be more likely to tear you down faster than anybody you know. Because they want to be successful. They believe that they can do what you do because they're close to you. I'll become just as good as you because I'm close to you. I'll compete with you. I'll work just as hard as you. Or they'll mimic your work ethic. My work ethic actually produces this. They'll mimic that by saying, well, I'm just as busy. Well, busy doesn't mean productive. And they'll be as busy as you. And while you're using busy as an excuse to get out of things, well, I'm just too busy to clean the house. They'll become equally as busy time-wise, but less productive, and they'll get out of the same chores. Well, I'm just as busy as you. I work like you do, so I don't have to do those things just as you don't have to do those things. Get rid of people like that because they're not as productive as you. They're just busy, and they're busy so they don't have to be obligated to you. This is a competitive nature. This is going to be a jealous person in your life. Get rid of them. They'll destroy you faster than anybody else. Okay, I trust me on this one. They'll destroy you from within, subversion from within. The worst thing that you can do is have subversion from within in your own household, in your own neighborhood, in your own country. Subversive people that you're locked into that you can't get rid of, they will destroy you from within. You got to get rid of them. Do not give them the time of day. If they are a competitive person and they're your kids, they're your, your wife, your spouse, I don't care if it's a male or female spouse, your mother, they will destroy you from within. You got to get rid of them. All right, because they'll spy on you and give all your information to the ops. And they'll bring in the ops in your damn house. Shout out to Kaylin says, what she'll do for Instagram, she won't do for her man. Exactly. We gave you the story. She comes home from work and she wipes off the mask and she strips herself down and presents that uh, that as her best self for you. But she presented to the world another thing. And I find that to be in conflict with my needs. If you strip down for me, meaning you become bare, but to the world, you present yourself as the, you know, uh, attractive, made up, hair done. But with me, you're down here at the bare bones. You're not benefiting me. All right. Uh, this is just tough for people to deal with. Get rid of jealous people, relatives, jealous friends. I should have what you have and shun. Austin AD says uh, women still haven't figured out work smarter, not harder. Yeah, they just just become busy. Well, I've been so busy. Then I'll be like, you still broke? But if you're so busy, you shouldn't be as broke. Well, because busy does not equal productive. It doesn't equal efficient. It doesn't equal precision. Right? If you're busy, you should be, your, it's like an engine. An engine running, you have a Ford engine and a Porsche engine. The Porsche engine's precision, right? The Ford engine, less precision but they still working at the same output. But one is more efficient than the other. This one's gonna run out because it's overworking itself. Precision, efficient, and then also, you're also uh, making sure that you're getting, getting something in return for your energy, not just putting it out there in the world and getting it. Most people get 
um, this is just a stream where I'm talking off the top of my head and we're going to wrap it up. Most people do not put back into the world what the world gives them. Most people are not putting back into the world what the world gives them on a daily basis. Most people are getting a salary from a job and they don't even put in 30% of effort to that job. Most people collect social services like it's free and they collect it on a daily and a monthly basis and they put nothing back into the world or the economy or nothing else. They put nothing back. Most people are what you call a consumer. You're a consumer. And consumer is not a positive term. When people say, well, the consumers say, and this is what consumers do, you know what a consumer is? It's more linked to a leech or a parasite. All you do is consume stuff that is placed in front of you. The opposite of consumer is producer. That means you make something. You know what I mean? You make something that either you can sell or you make something that can put back, give back. You make something that can have the consumers consume. People are taker, taker, takers. And the whole point of the welfare system is to build you up to the point where you can, where the, where the system can recoup back what they put into you. They build you up. Okay, now put it back into the damn world. Put it back into the system. Put it back into the coffers. Most people don't do that. What do they do? They become more of a parasite, more of a consumer. They become more indebted to the social service. And that's not the point of social service. We're here temporarily to build you back up so that you can put back in. And most people don't put back in. Most people just sitting at their desk, doing a job, clicking, distracted, talking. I guess I'll get to work now. It's 2.30. (laughs) Hustling the system, scamming. This is the mindset of most people, unfortunately. SAU says, Coach, I have never spent... So much living with a woman and never spent less living without one. When you figure it out, it's life-changing. This is the whole purpose of the free agent lifestyle. Put more money in your pocket. Um, When I lived with women and dated them, my money was just going out the door. All right? Speaking of tricking, it's endless. Oh, I stopped. I stopped and got some ice cream. Oh, uh, I ordered a couple of things off Amazon. It just is endless. $5 here, $15 here. Oh, I stopped at the home store and got some knickknacks. Aren't these beautiful? Look at this little knickknack. Oh, I can put this over here. Knickknacks, mirrors, stuff, stupid stuff, flower, pictures of flowers you can hang on your wall. Just stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff. Stuff that you ain't never going to use. I bought an extra spatula, bought an extra pair of tongs, bought oh, let's go to the farmer's market and get all this fruit and vegetables that we ain't going to eat, but you feel good about buying it. (laughs) Oh, I bought a rug for this. I bought a this for that. I bought an extra, man, please. It just right out the window. And these guys will say, I don't pay. And as you're doing, as she's buying stuff, she's giving you let's set. No, every time you buy something, you should come right back to the bedroom. Honey, there's a box I just picked up from Amazon. Come get it. Come and get it. Ring the bell. Oh, you got an Amazon box today. She should look at me and be like, all right, come on, get it. And that's you. Because that's how I do things in the opposite world. When I'm single, I say, what you need? 
You sure learn when today? How much you need? An Amazon box? Okay, good. Lie down. And it turns out to be way cheaper. <laughs> I got money. It's way cheaper. I keep way more money. <laughs> and I get a payoff for the money I spent. She's like, don't think you're getting something because I got five boxes from Amazon and I bought a new pair of shoes. Oh, we on the budget. Oh, I bought a new pair of shoes. Okay, lay down. What do you mean lay down? Don't treat me like a piece of meat. I'm going to have to turn you down. I'm not feeling my stomach is upset. You like when they get their Amazon box, they try on their clothes, they be twirling in the mirror, looking at how they butt look. You be like, time to pay the piper. I got money. What do you mean? Oh, I'm a little sick. I ate too much German chocolate cake at happy hour today. It was somebody's birthday. <laughs> SA, that is the, if that's not the definition of trick, I don't know what it is. You literally paid for something and got zero back. Zip. And you still negotiating with the woman. You paid and you still negotiating. You like still, well, can I? Perhaps you went shopping and you bought new furniture. Perhaps can I give just a little bit of love? Can you lick on top and be enthusiastic about it? Act like you're enjoying it. She give you the old lazy graze. She looking all under it. I really don't have to do this, but. I don't negotiate. I negotiate what the bottom line is. I have my fun and then I go back to life. Shout out to SAU says family can set you back. I will never get food. He says, I will never get food of my. I would never get food out of my children's mouth to give it to my parents. Oh, no, no, no. Kids got to eat first. If you do have kids, kids eat first. Parents eat last. Uh, you got to be cold blooded out here, man. Got to be cold blooded. <laughs> Y'all negotiate. She lives with you and you negotiating. Oh, my feet hurt. My mouth hurt. I just went to the dentist. I just went to the doctor. I always tell you, do not come over here if you're not ready to go. If you need to roll up a blunt, have it rolled up. If you need to come over, have it all manicured up. Do not be on, do not be on your cycle. Oh, I came over. Let's hang out. Okay, you come out. Oh, I'm on my cycle. Oh, leave. <laughs> come on. Shout out to... uh. JJ, JJ in the building. Thank you for the contribution right here. Brian, you said, son, got son, get dad a Home Depot card. Best present for a man. If you own a home or you are fixed to do Home Depot, you already know what's up. They be after you Home Depot, man. Somebody said, hang out. Don't you want to hang out? Don't you want to talk? Don't you want to be friends? I don't have very much use for friends, period. But just to talk, there's a time limit on that, man. All right, I'll give you a little bit. Just, just, just get it over with quick. Some people are like, come on, hurry. <laughs> you ever heard that? The married woman be like, I just changed the seats. Don't make a mess. What do I need to say? She's telling you everything she needs to say. Hurry, good. Oh, it feels good. She's telling you, hurry up. You're hurting me. <laughs> Just get it over with. That's, yeah. Are you done yet? You trying to think of everybody you done seen. You're like, all right, let me think of the bank teller. 
the girl at Starbucks, the girl at the junior college, the girl, the new girl at your job. You're trying to think of everybody you can. You're like, all right, all right. But you're getting her soul. She's not giving you her soul. She's like, hurry up and don't make a mess. Because the kids are coming to the door. The kids are going to wake up. <laughs> you're like, Kaylee at Publix. You're like, anybody, hurry up. Let me demonstrate. Oh, can't, I can't think of nobody. Just hurry up. <laughs> oh, man. But I don't pay, Sean. I don't pay. Folks might not donate. When using their government name. Yeah, I hear you, man. That's basically what it is. That's the game. All right. So anyway, we did get some relationship talking here, but I it's a mindset. These are the things that you got to give up. Um, it was just off the top of the head. So you probably have to listen to the whole stream. It was really not organized as well. So anyway, shout out to the coach game. We're gonna be back. It's 1045. I got some stuff to do around here, Sean. All right, I got stuff, some stuff to fix. I gotta take all my tools all the way back downstairs, Sean. All right, shout out to the coach gang. And we'll be back in here. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And here comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? To who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.